Welcome back, friends. You are tuned into the Bones Brigade audio show. My name is Larry, and with me, as always, is Matt. Matt, what's up, buddy? What's up, Larry? How are you doing, man? Good. I feel like we haven't done this in a long time. Yeah, it's been a wild few weeks of just kind of like crazy other stuff happening. Yeah, for both of us. Extracurricular activities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had a wild night last night. I did. Yeah, last night, my, my, God, my old punk band from... 20 years ago had a reunion show and uh it was awesome man it was at this tiny little dive venue and it was wild it was packed it was uh it was as good as i could have hoped for but That's i'm awesome. i'm i'm a little i'm a little blown out today man to be honest with you it's yeah. all good i mean i'm here yeah i got some i got some vitamin b and some and a latte and we're good you're good but yeah it was a fun night man super super fun yeah i saw some of the the photos and clips on your instagram yeah it was uh, great yeah i wish i could have been there that would have been fun yeah that would have been awesome yeah that would have been cool cool yeah and uh yeah and you're back from your uh excursion to the uh northeast yeah that was a fun one too it's kind of wild because they're having a huge snowstorm and i oh, was yeah. there you know 10 days ago and it was 75 degrees and sunny so a lot can change in just a few days well you got a cool little uh a souvenir from up there. Yeah, I came home with a little trinket. Well, actually, it's a kind of large. It's not yeah. A, yeah, it's not little at all. So I've acquired the original shop sign that hung over the door of the first skate shop I ever went to as a young lad from this. A- uh, Avenue Avenue Skates, right? Avenue Skates in Buffalo, yeah. New York. 1077 Elmwood Avenue, Buffalo, New York. That is really fucking cool. That yeah, that. it's pretty wild. I'm kind of honored that they chose me to be like here i don't know it's almost feels like this passing of the torch kind of thing i mean Um, for real that's that's awesome i mean that's a piece of i i would say not maybe not for everybody but for at least a lot of people up in your neck of the woods i mean that's a legit piece of history right there western new york skateboarders yeah in the 80s you know yeah 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 the sign goes back to 1978 and they kind of started uh, as a roller skate shop. There's a p- outdoor park nearby and they would rent roller skates to people that wanted to like roller skate through the park on the trails Crazy. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, a distributor where they would order like roller skate stuff from was just like, hey, skateboarding's really hot out here. You should uh, order some skateboards. So they did. And it just kept growing and growing and it kind of just evolved into a, you know, full-blown skate shop. Yeah. But it was run by a uh, husband and wife. And uh, the husband sadly passed away maybe three years ago. Okay. And now the the wife and his her name is Marty. Uh, you know she's trying to just get rid of stuff. She you know she's getting older. I've been kind of in touch with her for the last ten years, and uh, you know we check in, and she's always asking about like how the kids are and what's going on in the skateboard world and stuff. And then nice. I told her I was coming to town, and she's just like, "Well, I got a present for you." And we met up and uh, we had lunch and then she's just like, here's the sign. So I was just like, wow, this is crazy. <sighs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. There are uh, pictures of it on your. Yeah. I put Instagram. it on my Instagram. I went a little wild. So, I never usually don't get yeah. that kind of traction. On yeah. A, a yeah. Post. It sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that thing's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad that it found its way to you. Do you know what you're going to do with it? I'm going to put it in a frame and just okay. hang it up on the wall. It's like nice. a plexiglass screen printed, the, you know, the, the lettering and the color yeah. screen printed on there. And it's just on a plexiglass and it's in amazing condition for being like out in the yeah. elements and the weather and the sun. 
Yeah, it looked nice. It looked almost like pristine. Yeah, in the photos. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. I I almost wonder maybe it had glass over top of it or something to protect hmm. it or something. I don't know. And you you had a piece of their their front door. It looked like also from a previous visit. Was that their front door or like a window? Oh, that was their glass? sticker was display cabinet. Yeah, the shop was interesting. They described it as they set it up like an auto parts store where nothing was really like hands on. You would just go up to the counter. And, you know, even the t-shirts or whatever, you know? Oh, interesting. So I was like, can I see that shirt? You know? And then they would like hold you the, grab you the shirt and, you know, you could check it out. Oh, I don't want that one. Put it back. So it was weird. So the stickers, you know, traditionally they're like always in the glass cabinet and you can point to one you want. So they had this like plexiglass and they stuck one sticker on there. Oh, I see. So and you could, then you would be like, I want this ripper sticker. And then gotcha. they would, you know, have a little compartment or a drawer with their stickers oh, organized okay. somehow. And then it looked would... like it was like the glass from the, you know, how front, you know, like the glass doors of skate shops traditionally yeah. get covered in stickers. It looked like the bottom pane of glass might have, you know, that might have been pulled out of a door or something, but that makes more sense. Yeah. Crazy, dude. Well, that's awesome, man. You're going to slowly just start piecing that shop back together. Yeah, I'll just entirety. rebuild it in my house. And you'll rebuild it. Yeah. Well, they actually have a, uh, they moved to a different location, maybe a little more out in the suburbs, because what they were doing, they would ask where all the customers were from. And then when they wanted to move, they put the shop like right dead center into How like, where, yeah. So this, their second location had a real bigger, cause they were like in a plaza, like maybe like a 10 foot wide, like illuminated sign. Mm-hmm. And they still have that too. Oh, crazy. It's in her garage. And I kind of half joked. I was just like, well, I'll come fly and, uh, you just know, rent a you haul back. A, yeah. Just yeah. put it in a cargo van and drive it home. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, congrats, man. That's yeah. That's that was really cool. cool. Yeah. It's a nice little like yeah. local skate uh, yeah. history. Keepsake. I think yeah. you're probably like, you know, the best possible steward of something like that. I would say not yeah. knowing, not being very familiar with your crew and your, you know, yeah. but you seem like you're holding the torch pretty well yeah i've got a lot of little uh sentimental trinkets yeah so yeah yeah it fits right in with my other stuff not me no no i don't keep anything no i can see that yeah there's nothing (laughs) it's an empty room (laughs) you listeners are are not in on that joke but yeah there's just a literal skate shop full of garbage behind me in my basement yeah matt has a simulated skate shop in his yeah in his basement it's true it's really cool well what else we got going on here uh, I wanted Before to give a started. shout out again to uh, Jim Fitzpatrick for going Absolutely. in in the Hall of Fame. You know, we mentioned when he was nominated, um, but just last week, or actually maybe even just a few days ago, they had the actual in- inducting ceremony, and he went in. So super stoked for him, and Definitely. other other Powell guys too: Jay Smith, Scott Foss, uh, Steve Stedham, and Salman Aga all went in the Hall of Incredible. Fame. Incredible, yeah, incredible. Super what a lineup cool. that's yeah. amazing so congrats to all those guys but semi, but fitz went in like kind of uh double-handed you know because they mm-hmm. they'll induct someone from each decade so he went in as like a 1950s 60, skateboarder 60s or 60s or 50, yeah, yeah yeah 60s yeah so pretty wild and then he went in as like an icon like an industry yeah. kind of like figurehead icon type thing that's so great dude He's yeah just the best guy ever and if the more people are aware of of Jim and his contributions, the better. That's yeah, the, I think the show, the listeners are missing uh, Jim Fitzpatrick. I think we need. To they get are him here. In well, yeah, we got to get him back. Yeah, yeah. So see maybe if we can we'll get that soon. Get him back on for sure. 
Yeah. Speaking of uh, legends, the the legendary band, this video turned 33, had its 33rd birthday uh, two days ago on the 18th, November 18th. Wow. Yeah. 33. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. So yeah, man, this is 33. It's That's just one of those. Cra- yeah. And you were there 33. Those, I couldn't I even, there. can you imagine like this thing I was involved with is like 33 years ago? No, no, I can't. That's impossible. Yeah. It's literally, cra- it's crazy that that was, because that means I'm 45 because I was 12 <laughs> when I was there. So, yeah. Yeah. That's sometimes how I remember how old I am. Yeah. You should go drive by the theater and just, you know, pay respects yeah. real quick. Yeah. yeah, I can get my friend, a friend of mine works there, actually. So she I've been in there a few times since, but go in there and yeah, film a video, show what yeah, it was we, like. We need to, looks we exactly about, the same. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, cool. yeah. Happy birthday, Ban This. Yeah. Wow. They're in all of our hearts and minds. That means that uh, propaganda will be turning. Well, this Chris, too. Yeah. yeah. Were there, were there, actually, let me look. I think I have my little premiere notes right here. Ooh. November 10th. Yeah. November 10th propaganda came out. So that's 32 okay. years old. Yeah. Yeah. 32. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay, man. November is a big, big month for these videos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. What else we got? Anything? Well, else speaking of videos, videos, I popped up my little uh, Steve Caballero handrail dissection oh. video yesterday. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen that yet, it's freaking funny and hilarious and just interesting. Yeah. And a, a weird just way that it all sort of happened. Yeah. And just you want you can tell the story real quick, actually. Yeah. Well, we talked about that clip on the show. I think it was part two. We talked about it. Uh, yeah. Propaganda part two. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I, I think I talked about the, those flags just always bug me. Like, why are these flags? Because this is like, I don't know. I think that that handrail was very, very advanced for that time, mm-hmm. like a kinked, long kinked yeah. handrail like that. Like that's kind of like like Frankie Hill type territory at the time, you know, and this is Steve Caballero who was probably yeah. already considered an old, old skater mm-hmm. you know, at that point. He's getting there. Definitely. Yeah. And I never really, I was just, cause it's in that little European tour montage part. And I was mm-hmm. just like, Oh, this is in, you know, I never really looked at the background. I was too just trans transfixed on cab sliding yeah. it, you know? And then it was his birthday last week or a couple of days ago. And I was just like, you know, when we know someone has a birthday, we pop up a clip on Instagram and say happy birthday. So I chose that handrail video because I, I love it. And then uh, then I was out grocery shopping and then uh, something just like came to me is like, let me uh, pop on Instagram while I'm grocery shopping and, and see what, what's cracking. Right. And then Aaron Meza commented and he's just like hey i think rudy johnson mentioned that that's not really in europe it's like by the airport in burbank and i was just like what the hell i was like i need to look at this and then while i'm trying to like bring up the clip i'm thinking like well how will i be able to tell i was just like okay insulin just need to look at the other surroundings besides right. just the trick right and instantly i see the mailbox and i see the usa today and right. then the the white bronco or chevy blazer or whatever it is going mm-hmm. by and so those flags on the screen and that one, the one that goes left to right going is, down the street is yeah. hiding the car yeah. and the flags are trying to hide like the Other street stuff. signs and, yeah. the, and the newspaper boxes and stuff. Yeah. So I was yeah. just like, oh my God, I was just like, for whatever reason, I was like, I need to immediately make a video about this. So I left my shopping cart in the freezer section. <laughs> I just 
I just walked away and I went home and I turned on the yeah. video camera and then your kids were then, like, daddy, but daddy, where's dinner? You're like, sorry, kids. <laughs> oh, they were actually in school. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about that. So yeah. I went home and then while I'm home, I'm like texting with Aaron and he's in the, and we're kind of like figuring it all out. And he lives near there. So he's like, oh, I'll go down and, and see what it looks like today and i'll shoot you a video so we that all just happened kind of like super quick and spontaneous super awesome though man yeah how cool of him to do that yeah that was super cool and then so i posted it yesterday and i get a dm from steve caballero about it so mm -hmm. it's pretty wild that in the year 2022 steve caballero is watching a five minute video of me talking about <laughs> him doing a trick in uh 1990 but you really do have to wonder as you, you know, as you kind of posited in that video, like why, like, I mean, they had that footage, they could have stuck it in. I mean, there's Caballero has a whole section at the end of that video, you know, of, of that's right. At the, stuff. Uh, and it's like, there's other places they could have put it. You have to wonder why they went to all that trouble to obscure the video with like all these yeah try to trick and, you to thinking it's in yeah Europe. just to make it appear even like it without the Europe. flags i think i would have just believed it like oh it's just yeah it's like in europe i, I wouldn't have even thought about it you know yeah, really yeah. The, the the flags kind of made it more like because you, you're immediately like wow what is all that you know yeah like oh they're in europe there's european flags all over the yeah screen. yeah but you know, you it's not like there was no other place in that video to put that footage. I I don't know. It was weird. It's just weird. Like, why do they why do they go to all that trouble yeah, <laughs> to do that? It's weird. But you it's got... cool. And I'm I'm glad that we were able to uh well, not we, you were able to. Yeah, that was a fun video to put together. I'd like to do maybe more of that too. Maybe on the bye weeks that we don't have an episode, then there's like a little kind of mm -hmm. fun video or something. But yeah. here's what Cab said when he he DM'd me. He said, Rad. Yeah, I never knew why Stacy added that clip to the Euro, Euro part. I was scratching my head on that one as well. And then I got four emojis. I got the the one eye winky face with the tongue and then three of the like crying, laughing emojis. <laughs> so that's from, that's from Steve Kelly. That's, that's amazing, man. Yeah. How cool. Well, yeah. hey, it's a little journey. You're all welcome to go on if you want to hop over to the Instagram. Yeah, everyone go check out that video. Yeah. All right. We should maybe wind it down here a little bit. A couple quick things. I saw that the uh, Super 7 uh, Bones Brigade action figures, their first wave, supposed to come out in December. They've kind of teased some images. Yes. Um, those look pretty cool. And uh, I think after this episode, we're only going to have one more this year. And then we might take a little break. So I just wanted to give the listeners a heads up. Um, just the holiday time just gets so it's hectic. Tough. Yeah, yeah. There's just so much going on and people out of town and people in town yep but always stay tuned into the instagram and you can find out what's happening yeah but here we are at episode 20 so we're propaganda part three we're gonna finish this up today and steve size and mark nisbet are here once again with us to uh finish this off and it looks like they're ready to come on the call here so ladies and gentlemen please welcome mark nisbet and steve size Welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you once again for joining us for round three. It's always awesome to see you guys again. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So we left off last time with the slam section, and then we're about to jump into uh, Bucky LASIK. But real quick, in between the slam section and Bucky, this uh, there's a little kind of like staticky segue between the two. And I was watching it last night, 
you know, when I'm kind of reviewing these videos, like, you know, I'm looking for crazier details now and they show Mike V from public domain for a second. Really? To, yeah. From the uh, skating in front of the, the Capitol building in Washington, DC. Wow. There's a little fun fact. Mike V's in propaganda, dude. <laughs> oh, Pretty really? Wild. Yeah. That's wild. Mm -hmm. I had not noticed that. Yeah. We'll have to maybe. Oh, and there's that, uh, and there's like, some footage from the like the skate zone before it was yeah the, the park zone, the parking like outside parking lot oh, zone yeah parking. and then they show Mike in the Capitol building for a second or two oh yeah it's like superimposed yeah. on some other footage is it after the slam section yeah right after it's oh. like a little segue yeah just a little yeah. quick segue but that's, that's funny. that kind of stuff just interests me like. Hey, we're doing this weird thing. Hey, let me just go grab this Mike V tape real quick from two years ago and just grab three seconds and plop it in here real quick. It's just like <laughs> interesting choices. Yeah, I saw that clip you guys had today on Instagram about uh, we talked about land, um, Steve Cavalier. Yeah, like what I, I bet you you were kind of going, I wonder what they were thinking. Yeah, I bet you like Stacy had tons of clips of footage and it was just like remember the flag stuff that they superimposed on top of it yeah i'm pretty sure it's just like oh it must be europe and he put it in there you know because of the flags in there i bet you was like oh this is europe i'll put it in the europe thing yeah, you know? I, yeah I, can, we, I can almost hear that yeah well they yeah. make the flag go across to hide that car so you don't see it's like a u.s car going by i don't think they were that savvy to do that <laughs> i think that's overreading into it wow <laughs> really? yeah because yeah i think they just put it on there because that would be i was watching that and i go like no nah, that would be something if they were that tech to hide it it was like because there was no reason to you know well, i was we were just talking about that and i was like what would the what what was the ultimate goal of if they were doing that like why would you go to all that trouble? Like, just put stick that clip somewhere else. Like, you don't have to go to all this trouble to make it look like it's in Europe. Like, just leave it alone and put it at the end of the video with with the rest of Steve's stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Well, here we are at Bucky Lasik's part. I think this is a perfect example of we're kind of seeing. I don't know what's the right word. You know, before it seems like a lot of you know the skate parts were like filmed. Like, okay, here's the session happening at this ramp. And it's kind of put into a part, but Bucky's all in like, this is like a, just a montage of footage from different people, cameras, spots, locations, you know, mm -hmm. he's in Tony Hawk's ramp. He's in Visalia skate camp. He's at cheap skates in Pennsylvania. He's on a mini ramp in Baltimore, you know, street mini ramps. So it's kind of interesting. The, the evolution, just like footage just coming in from everywhere instead of just being filmed, you know, by one person over a couple of days or something. It's interesting you say that because I feel like at this point in the video, like they just sort of gave up on trying to make it like a film and just made a skate video from here on out. It's like the goofy, repetitive hitch over the head stuff stops. Mm -hmm. This is where the video just becomes just a flat out skate video for the rest of the entire time. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, like this part rules, it's super well rounded. Yeah. Like Bucky is so good. And this just like, kicks the part that this i wish the whole i gotta say I, I wish the whole video was just like how they have it from bucky's part on like this kind of pacing yeah it's just like they it's just sort of like they like you said they kind of threw the the old rules out and they just kind of were like all right fuck it like we're just gonna make a skate video and stop doing all the skits and stuff you know what i mean this is really like where it stops yeah 
I also sometimes I think too, like this year they were so busy. I think they were doing skate TV and this video like at the same time. So maybe they just started running out of time or they're just, yeah, yeah I don't know. You know, like, like I said, you know, we got it. One day we'll have Stacy on. We can just, we'll get all the answers to all this stuff. I bet too, at this time, like where everyone's friends started to film, they probably just had so much footage from everywhere that yeah. the, they just decided to pick the best stuff and rather than do like the whatever you can do in this like four hour period we'll make a part of it yeah because right. each of your videos were already out at this point right so it was kind of like yes. oh yeah it's, totally, it's, it's yeah. all about the skating you know it's like yes. we're still going to do the high-end stuff you know going back home and everything and i'm looking at his logo right now which is one of those those tricks that we all had on the camera was like you can superimpose somebody's logo or yeah. something like those flags of cab thing on something but it's like it just came into like and bucky was skating everything so it's like we got to show everything that we can because he's just so gnarly and such a rad talent and it, this was when he was really starting to blossom too you know he's getting a little bigger his virtues were getting bit better you know and he could still skate everything yeah yeah that's a, yeah that's a great mix i like that that kind of like home ground video here's your buddy shooting it too stacy's well shot stuff too and it still works right. yeah and it continues in that direction like i said for the rest of the video especially toward the end like after those like fake credits it's mm -hmm. like the whole thing is is sort of like that hocus pocus vibe a little bit more you know yeah cam camcorder footage and stuff like that yeah bucky's just ripping I, i'd yeah. actually just prefer if he never grew any older <laughs> how old is, is there he something here, about think, like, like 17 or 18 or something i don't know 18 no probably me 17 18 yeah this is when like street tricks really started to show show up in vert parts like he was doing like backside one foots yeah like yeah yeah and he does a kickflip indie grab i think maybe that's the first time yeah. we see that on video maybe so yeah i mean that, think um, of it well yeah. street they did some stuff Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Alpha, I think Alpha's already doing that stuff. I want to say he was like the first guy that I remember seeing doing it. Mm -hmm. But um, there really wasn't like in Powell videos, there wasn't that much Bucky footage up until you know what I mean. Like his part in Ban This was just Mountain. Was, was he? Did he have anything other than the Mountain Manor with uh, him? Well, he's got in public domain. He's with uh, Danny Way, right? And then. Uh, but this is like his most comprehensive like like you can see like just his trick his trick like selection and everything like from the previous video like it's like he's if he's a year older he's gone like into the stratosphere in that year in terms of like how good he's gotten because mm -hmm. like he was good and banned this you know but like he's killing it in this part yeah yeah and he was good in public domain and stuff too but like this is like dude tech just tech wizardry that he didn't that I feel like he didn't quite have in those previous two. Mm -hmm. He was skating a lot with Tony too. So that totally helped as well. Like he was just like, oh, all right, well, it's freaking battle over tricks. So <laughs> it really shows. Yeah. All right. And then we've got another text interlude. Over the past 10 years, Steve Caballero has logged more than 1,485 hours of airborne flight time while skateboarding. And I think that's probably true. I'm going to say that that's a true fact. I'm gonna yeah, say that's not true. No, not true. <laughs> I'd probably say more. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got uh Steve Caballero and Mike McGill back at McGill Skate Park in Carlsbad. And this is, you know, they kind of had some of this footage earlier in the video, and we kind of 
talked about how it feels like kind of like a redo of their uh you know my ship on the water part from band this which is totally fine but man this is just more more great footage of these guys riding the whole vibe is awesome like the music and yeah I remember Stacy just shooting. I forget. I mean, I'm not a tech film guy, so but uh, I remember he was shooting. Uh, he really wanted to get like the wheels and everything moving in slow motion to be so perfect. And I remember going into his his studio that day, and basically he was like locked around, locked away in his room. And I got to go in there because I was helping him edit clips, or not edit clips, but get like here's good skating stuff this number done or whatever and to where it was in the in the certain videotape but i went in there and he was asking me about a couple of things what he saw so i got to see some of this stuff and the slow motion stuff of the wheel and everything that he has like well this one goes here and what he was cho- choosing and it was rad to see him like okay this is him doing his art this is him doing his pieces and like what he had to choose from and pick from and i was like oh my god this is gonna be awesome but like just some of the stuff where it was up close and you saw a wheel like skidding slowly across the deck. Yeah. You actually see the graphic was like, man, that was just beautiful. Yeah. So you, so you assisted um, Stacy in some of the editing stuff for, for all the editing. Videos? I'm pretty much responsible for all the videos. And, yeah. And, and that was it. So yeah. yeah. He doesn't credit me that. So that's why we don't really talk anymore. Yeah. 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 I understand. <laughs> no, I went in there for one little clip of one little section. That he's oh, like, so you hey, just, Okay, so you just happened to be in there for that one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was in there. He goes, like, hey, what do you think about this? And I think it was, it was, I want to say it was like, was it Cab doing a feeble to fakie or a board slide to fakie to like kind of go from the continuity from one trick to another? But I was like, the feeble thing looked so much rather because the wheel was like skipping. I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah. And I think he did use it over the, the board side thing. But yeah, it was just, it was cool to see like, oh, glimpses of like, here's what, a new pal video is going to be and this is some footage the coloring of that you know was mm-hmm. like dry concrete masonite section so it was yeah it was cool to exciting to, to be there at that time too but to see how it, him working because i he, whenever you go to stacy's office he was always busy with everybody else it's kind of like one of those things during the day you work on stuff answering calls you're doing all the fidgeting you know managerial whatever and then at night or late when you can actually create something or do something and that that's where he was it was it was awesome i wonder what the reasoning was though behind doing another shared part with mcgill and and cab you know we might have touched on this last time but it's interesting that they chose to do that a second time in the second street video yeah you know instead of pairing a couple different people or something or yeah or just you know having i don't know it's just it's just interesting you know Maybe it's just the part was better that way, or maybe they skated a lot together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're such good friends. Yeah, and they're like some of of the original guys too on the team. That's probably what it was. They probably just had that had the the doubles stuff on that ramp really wired, and it was interesting enough to warrant filming twice. But yeah, yeah. There's definitely, like you said earlier, there's a lot of a lot of sort of similarities between this video and and the previous one. And how yeah. they how they shot a lot of the parts. Yeah. And how they set it up. I jotted down a couple tricks I thought kind of stuck out to me. McGill does a caballerial to nose grind over the channel. Yeah, was, that's sick. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. wild. He also does a 360 body jar and uh like a gay twist body jar, I guess that would be. Mm-hmm. And he does the he does a 720 uh double grab, like backside and indie. 
And they call oh, that, yeah. on, that was awesome too. They yeah. call it on a, on skate TV. They call it a wicked twister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so McGill, yeah, he's just going off on his that was wicked twister. <laughs> was that a, was that a Tate original? Yeah, is that just an off the cuff yeah. Tate Tate original. Yep. Yeah, that's you know that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we go to the. Powell Peralta skate zone sleepover party at the Powell headquarters. And this is kind of like the beginning of the Powell skate zone as we know it. But Mark, our own guest, Mark Nisbet has quite a bit of footage in this part. Woo-hoo. Mark, could you, I, would you recognize the stuff you shot or do you remember? Oh yeah. I've been like, and I've been going over it and trying to see if there's something I missed because, you know, I filmed it and then just gave Steve the tape mm-hmm. or actually we took it down there. I don't, remember but um and like uh, i had like a super vhs at the time which was like uh if you compare it to like normal to like an hd sort of quality like super okay. was the higher end yep yep so uh you can see like like maybe three or four of the things i filmed are actually in slow-mo like, is that uh, beginning stuff of steve like through the line is that you filming that that's uh marco marco filmed that oh, okay. oh did he yeah oh. i think so maybe i yeah my brother i don't know yeah, I think so. I don't remember huh. filming that. Maybe I did. Like what did you shot there? <laughs> so that's funny. Oh, we so. shot. Yeah, we shot a lot of stuff there. But uh, yeah, like uh, Frankie Hill's 360 flip the faggy on the quarter pipe. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see mine's all kind of uh, the white balance is browner, I guess. And everything else is kind of blue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty cool though. So Steve, what was this get together all about? Where they do kind of these team get-togethers once in a while and. Yeah, I was wondering like about that. Yeah, camaraderie like or team just, building, or if yeah. they were just there to shoot for the video. Yeah, I I think that's yeah, just to get everybody together. They've had some before, like when they first got the warehouse, they put up a couple quarter pipes and that big photo session. So bummed I didn't go that that time, but it was just getting everybody together just to have sessions, and it's an excuse to like, hey, we got this great facility, let's get together and just skate, try to an all night skate thing, you know. Mm-hmm. which you know it was pretty rad just anytime you get people together you know especially that it just isn't a contest you know so it made it more fun you know and this is this when they first moved the ramps inside from the parking lot i want to say it'd been there for a while already but yeah it's still pretty new i think mm-hmm. and open to the public yet at this point or i think so yeah i think so because um, i was noticing like in the background some of the ramps or like the big start ramp that people would kind of go down and go hit the big quarter pipe on the other side. Oh, was the start ramp not there yet? Yeah. Stuff like some of the other stuff in the back. I don't think they had the big spine ramp with the bowl yet in there and stuff. So this, with this skate zone was at the, the Powell facility, right? Was this where they, they had the, it was like the former lemon factory or whatever. Is that, is that, are they in this spot? That spot? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what it was before, but yeah, it was in Goleta right in the, by the airport. My dad's a pilot. He used to fly me down there occasionally, but it was so funny. We'd fly right over the airport and park across the street. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a pretty big warehouse where they made like it was kind of incredible. Like, I mean, there was a, a room that was just like, here we're gonna make screen the boards. Here's a room we're putting all the boards together. Here's a room where we're screening the wheels, you know, doing like screening shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh downstairs was the facility where Chris Iverson made all worked on the all the new board shapes you know so it was it was a pretty incredible facility like i i don't know anything like it at the time um you know because george had the whole building yeah you know, I, I actually have footage it was funny 
when we're flying over the plane flies directly over the top of it like a little Cessna and I was like oh dad I want to film the whole thing but I it's you know we're you can't fly because I can't really shoot down so he basically took this crazy out of the way turn and flew over it sideways I actually filmed the top of it I don't know if I ever give it to Stacy but you see the whole facility and at the last minute sharp turns I go oh my god we're gonna die we're so <laughs> low to the ground corrects boom and then lands I'm like oh oh my dad was just showing off <laughs> that would be cool my for life, to see. I appreciate yeah but yeah that facility is was pretty rad and it, they still have i don't know i don't know how much of the building they still have they they leased out um you know with skateboarding the industry getting smaller and stuff mm -hmm. i think they still have like half of the building so are they still in that spot just been like less of it yeah like the skate park let's say like the skate park was on i want to say the west side of the building that section has been leased out and then it's more the uh east side of the building is more in the pal headquarters you know their offices, the design, you know, area that they still have all that to you. So, but yeah, it, it's cool. rad that they were making everything there. So you know? when you, this is getting off the topic a little bit, but do you, you, you still get down there? Like when you were, when they reissue your stuff and they bring your stuff back out, like, did you, did you go down there and look it over and approve it and, you know, give feedback and stuff like that still, or is that kind of, you know, no, I, it's, it's years ago when we started talking about uh, reissuing my board, I wanted to do it with like, because I'm really still, and I'm trying to work on this now, uh, working with native reservations and trying to build skate parks. Mm -hmm. And I was going to ask them, like, hey, can we reissue my board and maybe try to open up some parks? And, you know, maybe, you know, some of the proceeds of my boards go out to this. And then maybe if you guys want to back it, they were, they were really stoked on the idea. And then it kind of didn't go anywhere. And it was kind of crazy. And then all, the next thing, they're like sending me a contract again, like, hey, want to reissue your board? I go, oh, all right you know, without the whole hip -lob, hoop love doing like a park thing with it, you know, but I, at the time I went down there and re-met with George, but this is, God, this is probably four or five years ago, the last time I've been over there. But okay. Yeah, it was just kind of cool to to go and see everything and what they were doing. And, and you know, uh, it's kind of amazing what they're kind of doing now and the new writers, how rad they are and where, where Powell is right now, you know, in this whole different era of, of you know, skate companies too. It's so cool that you were able to reconnect with them and, you know, and bring that board back out. And I don't know, I love that kind of stuff. I know there's people have mixed whatever feelings on reissues and stuff like that in the collector yeah. community. But for me, it's like, I don't have the money to be throwing down thousands of dollars for old skateboards. I just don't. And so like, for me, it's like, dude, I've, I fucking loved that board when I was a kid. I had the blue dip size kick nose, you know, like that shit ruled. Right and, on, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I was like, oh, you know, and it was one of those things where I'm like, I was always bummed that, uh, you know, I was like, oh, man, I, I want to skate one again, but I don't want to buy a OG and set it up, you know, because that's yeah. kind of squirrely. But it's like, yeah, I love that they they're doing that stuff. I think it's cool. And I think it's like cool that they're, you know, I don't know, just sort of like honoring the uh, their past without being. And then you got guys like Christopher Heat, who, dude, have you seen that? Larry and I were talking about it. It's on YouTube. It's like a video that Powell just put out. What's it called, Larry? Something rocks and something or other. Oh, uh, concrete remember. curbs and rocks. Have you seen that, Steve? I don't think so. Oh. It's just a, a video they just put out. You know, they put out like those park videos and stuff. And that that kid is skating. He's still skating that board. He's still skating your totem board. And he's doing oh. like, did you watch it, Larry? Yeah, dude. He is. Oh wait, is you know what? I is it the guy that. Christopher, 
old tricks and new tricks and on an uh, a modern board and old board and he, he was using my board is Chris, yeah, yeah, his name's Chris, Chris, christopher hyatt or christopher hyatt like oh, that he just he re- i i love i already i already loved him before i thought he was right because he just so like original doing his own thing yeah but and now that he's even riding my board i don't know i like him a little better now too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the stuff no, but, that he's the stuff that he's doing on that board defies logic like it defies yeah. logic He's like yeah, especially those with guys that are nose. Doing nolly heel flips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like got legit nolly and like off the nose, you know. How? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> How that has no nose on that. It's, it's like Chico. Like he skates and he's one guy that uh, like there's certain tricks that people just have so wired that he really doesn't need to even touch the the nose, doesn't really need to touch yeah. the ground to, to Ollie. He's Which already is good. boom. He just does it does it does it and, you know, those guys have it so wired and i'm just going like holy shit the soul of that board what it used to do and what it does now he's taking it to new other extremes yeah it's so mm-hmm. rad to see it's a little it, bit of a piss off and a burn but i appreciate uh, it nonetheless uh, <laughs> but i but i got over that well i didn't really get over it but when bucky rode my yeah. board and just like i go oh my god would you stop skating way better than me on my board <laughs> <laughs> yeah this video you should check it out when you get we get done yeah. here. it's called Con- concrete curbs and rocks it's just like a little 11 minute video they put oh, up but and speaking because i have it here speaking of old boards you know that like i i get the the realm of a collector like when you see an old board that the first my first board was a ray bones rodriguez and i luckily had these old tracker magnesium trucks and my brother reminded me that I got that that I think uh, Brian Ridgeway had given me. Is it him or Chris Carty? So I had him, and then Pal came out with the uh, the skull and sword. So <laughs> I was able to put together. I think I can show you guys. Oh, dude! That's oh, like, wow! Awesome. Look at that! Look at so that! Those are magnesiums. Yeah. <laughs> the bones. A snub and, nose. Yeah, snub nose. So I still got to get Ray's signature, but I want to on the top of the deck. Oh you guys wow! See it, I got Lance's signature. Is that's that an so- original board? No, no, no. This is oh, a okay. reissue. But oh, okay. it's like the same thing, like the concave. Yeah. And everything is like the smallest tail in yeah. the world. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, because I remember growing up, like, it was like Ray Bones, him skating it, Cab. I want to get Stevie's on here. Uh, Eddie Radigy used to skate this board and Lance, and then just to still get Ray's. That's my thing with this board to get this. But just looking at this, for me, this old graphic, this is the board I could never afford as a kid. Yeah. Buy my board. Well, I the orange one's really what I had, but still it's like no, I get the collector's thing because just seeing that thing around, I just love it because that just stirs up all the like, you know, what's my first board? Like Mark, what's your first board that you ever had? Like when you're like, this is my first real skateboard. The one I consider my first board it was uh, a gator, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> but I had a oh. but I had a sure grip. Yeah, way to ruin it. Thanks a lot, bro. but i had a sure grip before that yes this is kind of my first real skateboard yeah stick with the sure grip uh, yeah that's the story sure besides besides kneeboarding you know and then i just sobbed yeah yeah. very cool i got mine right here hang on here's mine oh veriflex voodoo (laughs) is that the is that like the old board that that is it that's the one that and it's got a a, the old it's got the crazy lapper yeah (laughs) oh my god i think i took all that stuff off mine 
Yeah. So yeah. the rails, the rails that were on here, like disintegrated. They were like <laughs> those cheap plastic. They just dry rotted. Yeah. You know, they weren't made of rail, actual rail material. <laughs> yeah, there she is. Still got that the copers. Awesome. Yeah. So back to the skate zone. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of going to go to number four. Yeah. So we're kind of seeing like everyone that's in the video at any point in time is like in this segment, which is pretty cool. It's super fun. There's fast editing. There's dork tricks. There's serious tricks. Tony Hawk does a McTwist on the quarter pipe. Yes. It's pretty wild. I tried that and fell off into the flat, like doing you it. Just get away the from the wall. Yeah, I just flew off into the thing. Oh, no, it's it's way different to do it. You think, oh, I'll do it on a quarter pipe. It'll be easy. And I tried it and flew up into the concrete. Scared the crap out of me. Wow. I'm like, oh, no, I'm just going to leave it to him. <laughs> you, so you know what tripped me out? Like this part had that, that, that has that, or the skate zone had that giant vert wall that like yeah. Tony Hawk did that huge rock and roll fakie on yeah. that vert wall. Mm -hmm. That thing looks, I mean, it looks huge on video, but it must have been like, terrifyingly huge in real life i think it looked like it, it was, was. Like, it absolutely was yeah yeah huge like how tall was that looks like 12 feet god has to be as high as the building over that yeah i mean this goes up to, to, to the get ceiling to the edge of it it's got to be over 15 oh wow yeah yeah it was it was it pretty big it had a lot of vert to it it was all vert it was basically like a it wasn't it looks like it was like eight feet of vert from what i can I, from what it looks like yeah, I don't know how Tony got enough speed to get all the way up that thing, you know? Well, that's right, because he didn't have the... Uh, the drop-in. That's why they added that big drop-in thing. Holy crap, that's right. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, where did he get the speed for that? Yeah, <laughs> he does it kind of like halfway up the wall. It's interesting. He's not like up in the rafters he probably, or anything. He probably pushed from the front door. No kidding, yeah. Because there was that little hallway. It must have. Dude, How yeah. that seems impossible to look at it now. It seems impossible to get speed without the drop I didn't even think about that because I'm just thinking about it when they had the contest and everybody rolled in on it and you could actually get to the top, which was still gnarly even then. Mm -hmm. Like I never yeah. did anything on the top there. And he did that back then. So he did stuff that was rad. Like even he had the little session on the, um, the it was like the, the little pyramid, but it was like the two quarter pipes and the thing. Like I remember he did a front side board slide and then he went down the little curve thing, which was, I thought it was very gons like because that was something Mark could do. Like, oh, I'll do front side board sides and then around a curve or something. Mm -hmm. I was killing that little section. You yeah. Know, the, the little transfers over the hip and other the rail stuff. Steve, did you get to skate the skate zone a lot or was this like, was it something you hit a lot or was it kind of every once in a while or just once? Yeah. I, I hit it a lot and I really kind of made it a mission to go there a lot, especially when they built the, the mini bowl thing. I think, Mark, you went up there with me quite a bit at that point, right? Oh, yeah. I think it was Tuesdays yeah. or something was like the team day. Yeah. Monday, Tuesdays. And we go up there and it was just so awesome. Just like, yeah. maybe like six people skateboarding. Yeah. It's a huge wow. park. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Sometimes by ourselves also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mondays and Tuesdays, it was off limits to anyone but Powell riders? It was like I, one I, day. I think it was like Tuesday. Oh, one day. Okay, Tuesdays. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to, I was lucky enough. That was the one thing I'd go up there like, if I had any kind of business with those guys, cool. But then, you know, I end up skating all day and like, all right, training day, whatever. <laughs> so that's awesome. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. It was cool. We go up there and stay with Sean and then Steve would disappear at night, but we would stay with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going, Steve? 
<laughs> Let's keep it about skateboarding, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it's not on the script you guys sent me. <laughs> I wanted to mention it. You can tell Frankie Hill is like a local here because he's just going yeah. so wild. Super yeah. cool his footage. Yeah, Frankie was yeah. there more than anybody else, and then he'd always have something new. And God, I just remember him being like, I thought he was the innovator of like no pads and going to your hip on stuff. Oh like, man, God, he would just oh. always go to his hip. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ, that's how he so worked. <laughs> yeah, now this place looks so cool. It's always one of those, you know, things that anyone watching this video that didn't live in California is like, why can't I have that? <laughs> <laughs> Even one tenth of that would be fine with me. And it was yeah, just so funny that I, I remember there was <laughs> there was a time that uh, so we I'd go there and skate by myself and stuff, do whatever business, and they were they wanted to put out the, the, the Buffalo board and Chris Iverson would come over and uh, Mark, do you remember meeting Chris Iverson at all? The, the guy that's true. That is. Yeah. Chris Iverson was the guy that basically he was like the Paul Schmidt there. Like he created all the boards, mm. worked with all the, you know, shapes and everything like that. Concaves and everything. He was like the woodman guy there. Uh, he was in one of the earlier Paul videos sliding down uh, those Hills, like with Stacey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Iverson, but, Iverson was a very kind of man of few words kind of <laughs> kind of guy. He reminds me of my brother and Mark actually. <laughs> and uh, one day he comes over, and says, hey, we got to get your board going. What shape are you riding out? Well, I kind of want to change this one, whatever. I gave him some notes. I'm just skating. Gave him some notes. He comes back with a brand new board, grip tape. I'm like, oh my god, put it together. I skated a little bit, and he's like, what do you think? I go, oh, I love it. He goes, would you change anything? I go. Well, I'd probably make the tail a little this. I don't want my nose pointier or whatever. And he's like, okay, comes back like 15 <laughs> minutes later with a new board. I go, yeah, I'll put it up, set it up, skated it like 15. What do you think? And I go, well, the tail could be like a little straighter. And I remember the time I really liked, like, I think it was Jeff Grosso's board and Chris Miller's like board. The nose, I go, I was trying to go like, I kind of like this. We, we went over this like four times. So I, that day I skated like four new boards. Then at the end, I'm like, cool, well, I'm going to stop skating. And I go, yeah, I'd probably change it, but this is probably the, the my last one, whatever. And then I get a call from Stacy that night. He's like, uh, dude, I heard you went over to Paladin and raised hell. I go, oh, you heard of, you heard of a skating good? He's like, no. I heard you went over there and you demanded like all these boards. Oh, and wow. Chris, Chris was sitting there getting pissed, making all these boards for you. And I'm like, I'm like, what? Wait. The guy, to me, he just came out and goes, hey, what would you change about this board? And I was like, oh, I'll change this. I didn't have, I didn't know he was going to make them, and he kept making the boards and changing them. Yeah. And, and he <laughs> thought I was being like this insistent prima donna, like, oh, <laughs> my board isn't pointy enough. You got to make another one. I go, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> He's just that. asking for <laughs> suggestions, and you're giving him some answers, and now you got in trouble. He, he I didn't know. And I don't want to piss Chris off. I go, like, oh, I love to do it. And he's like. I didn't know that I, I just could imagine his side of it going, fuck, man, just a couple changes and let me get, get on with my day. So yeah. let me ask you this. When you were given each of those boards, did they have an experimental sticker on them? No, no, no. Because oh. um, I was I know he was the keeper. The <laughs> he was the keeper of the experimental stickers, from my understanding. Yeah. And he was I, very. I did, I did get some. I think I might even have some experimental stickers from then. So I did get some. But yeah, they try to keep those under under lock and key but yeah then it was like basically he was marking uh the board i have one of those boards actually still i think the last one he gave me another one 
it's a little bit more of a vert board, but yeah, all of them were marked off with, you know, the um, the plastic piece that they would make with the, the half shape for the boards for the uh, for the mm -hmm. molding. The yeah, machine, machine that's incredible. Head. Yeah, so but yeah, he had like all stack, and then, so you would go downstairs and you would see, you know, Hawk, Cab, everybody's things, and all their shapes. And then mine was like stacked up. <laughs> I was going, oh man, I'm a brick. So but did yeah. that last one end up being the Buffalo? I think so. Yeah. Wow. And well, and they go. just, they just kind of ran that one through. Like I wasn't like, oh, I wasn't super stoked on the shape and the graphic turned out a little different. And I was totally like, oh, I guess my board's up. <laughs> that one came out kind of rough. Hey, Steve, weren't you supposed to do the graphic on that bowl one? So. They were going to maybe let me try to. Like, I gave them different versions of stuff, but, you know, I, I wanted to, I, I wasn't graphically commercial ready to do stuff like that yet. But, yeah, I, I gave them ideas where it was going to be like a tequila bottle graphic, but with my name, like the Mascal Mexican thing. Mm -hmm. I had another one where the graphic was going to be uh, uh, like Stacy's first or his pal board with the, the beamer, you know, with the two stroke. The mm -hmm. I did a version of that, but with my name on it. It was going to be like screen. I think they used it for um one of the writers actually had that as his graphic, but this is like I, later nineties. I think they did a run of those, didn't they, Larry? With like with the, uh, every guy had their own yeah, color I think it was of like, that or something. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of did right they? before they kind of re rejigged the team a few years ago when it was still like like maybe Jordan Hoffert and some of those guys were still riding. I think they did a, a series of them mm -hmm. maybe back in the mid two thousands or something like that. Yeah. I, I think that time they were, I mean, they were cool enough to kind of go, you know, Hey, give it a go. See what you think. And, you know, so I was just really trying to drop or do something, you know, but then, you know, Cliver was already, you know, so good at what he was doing too. So they were just like, yeah, but I was like, well, Lance is doing his graphics. Why can't I do mine? They're like, <laughs> Cause you still suck. <laughs> sean clever has an and disposable he i think he, there's a picture of like a one of your drawings that you were tossing around oh i like that one graphic. the blobby green monster the goop guy. monster yeah. or whatever yeah that thing's awesome <laughs> yeah, was... dude they should bring the goop monster out I, exactly I, as you had it drawn that'd be hilarious i mean i have a i want to find the graphic but sean actually tried to draw it you know Mm -hmm. And he made it look as good as it could, but like I've said before, it was I love Santa Cruz graphics; they're great. But it looked like a bad version of a Santa Cruz graphic, mm -hmm. like this blob monster thing. And I was looking at it, going like, "What?" That's why I went into my native thing because I go, "This this has nothing to do besides me." It literally was me daydreaming on a peachy folder in like high school. Yeah. Like I drew this <laughs> character that looked like Jabba the Hut flying over somebody's head. I go, oh, it's a graphic. I go, man, so glad that didn't happen. <laughs> but that's too funny. That's awesome, man. Skate zone. Yeah. So oh, yeah. someone needs to get Ray Barbie a sleeping bag. He's just crashed out on the on the floor in there. <laughs> I was wondering, Mark, did you shoot that stuff with everybody sleeping on the floor? Or was that Stacy? I didn't. I wasn't actually at the sleepover. Did you go to that? Wait, I wasn't what? actually at the, all the stuff I filmed on the skate zone was the the days when we'd go when they were closed down like you know yeah we had to uh yeah oh so uh, there's clips of non-sleepover yeah this is all in this just, part yeah it's not all oh, wow oh, yeah. yeah we just we just pulled the curtain back oh more powell magic Powell magic, magic. <laughs> oh my god i yeah, got like it. The, wow 
I got a pal text that just came to me. Is this being live? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> dude, I'm blown away. Wow. I didn't know. So that's why you said that's why Marco shot. I go, dude, I, I think you shot all that stuff. So you're saying no, yeah. Because you know that stuff you that stuff you skate when you skate the rail off the transition and you yeah. grind down it. Yeah. Um, that Marco filmed that stuff too. I remember you showing that to us before it was in the video. I didn't oh. film, I didn't film the rail stuff. You can see my stuff. You can tell too because the Frank some of the Frankie Hill stuff, the lights are off on half of the building. Mm -hmm. on oh the one see, day we went. Oh my god, that's totally right. Because I don't remember, I remember thinking about this because I saw the stuff. I go, when at night did they close down the park when we did the sleepover thing? Because it was like they wanted to keep it up all night. I don't think there was ever a time that they go stop skating, but we would skate sometimes so late at Powell. They go, like, you guys gotta fucking mm -hmm. leave. <laughs> and we're like, no, one yeah. more. And that was the night Frankie and I kept skating. And then they basically, that was awesome. They turned the lights off right in the middle of me fucking going over. Yeah, the, <laughs> the last clip of the, the last clip of this part is you, like, they don't show the lights going off. But that's right when they went off. Oh, right? shit. And you're all in. Yeah. The, the last looking, clip. Yeah, if I'm looking in the background, I think I see Frankie Hill. Is the mini ramp being built in the background, I think? I think the mini ramp is being built in the background. Oh, yeah, when I'm on the other, uh, facing that side. Yeah, and I think that's what he does, like, the very old. There's like the varial over it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the mini ramp looks like it's being built. Yeah. yeah. And Albert's oh, there's a clip of Albert in there too. And he, that wasn't the sleepover. That was like a different skate day. Oh, there you oh go. I used to trip out too because when they had um at the very end of the park next to that big transition wall, they had the uh the animal chin like totem pole thing. Oh, the monolith skateboard the from oh, yeah, like the, the big huge skateboard. Yeah, they oh, had that just the Guadalupe board. You could go over and like touch it, and so it was such a trip. <laughs> like, it's like a foam, big foam board. Yeah, so cool. That where is that now? Is it? Well, that was at Skate Lab, wasn't it, or something? Or was it? At this... It's at the Hall of Fame now in the Hall Simi of Fame Valley. now. Yeah, we got to go there. Right. Check Hell it out. yeah, That's Mark. So what, cool. what what video was it that you did that after this when the mini when the mini bowl was built and we were going tons? What video yeah. was that? Because you had like every you had like underhill and not skating there and all these other people and yeah it was the it was the video after the underhill one because that's when yeah they finished the bowl and you were really skating good good then yeah, at the park. that's when yeah that's when i started putting more time that's like one of my favorite sequences the one you did <laughs> it's like park yeah, was, from the street yeah that was super rad back then well we, what was the name of that video easy riders i think my video <laughs> easy it was Wasn't just my video it was one of the yeah. 508 videos I don't know. Yeah, I just saw that movie Easy Rider and we were just like, okay. <laughs> it's always like that. It's like, oh, the video's done. What do we call it? Oh, uh, whatever pops in your head. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. It's <laughs> perfect. Oh, by the way, one more thing. This part of uh, the song that's playing is in band this. It's that do, 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 do. Oh, do, during the tour? Is yeah. It during the yeah. Oh, tour yeah. session? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think maybe the ultimate is the ultimate demo ramp. I think in might that part, have that maybe. song playing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the that's a band this song. So another little harken. Yeah, back to the wow, last I video. didn't think about that. Good catch. Yeah, is that you a know. Chuck? Is that another Chuck Tree song? I'm not sure what who did that one. One of the one of those lineups of Dennis Dragon associates. Yeah, Dennis Dragon was rad. Oh man, that was so funny. All right, so after the skate zone, we've got another text bumper. A ten gallon hat holds only one pint. I might have to get out my calculator for that one. <laughs> and then we transition into lance mountains part 
And this part opens with he's in an airport doing, I don't know, what would you call this? A fakey coffin or a reverse coffin? He's going, you know, laying on his board, going backwards mm-hmm. through the airport, takes a spill. Fakey coffin. <laughs> <laughs> and this is kind of another part, like we were saying, like Bucky's. It's just a huge conglomerate of all this different footage from all over the place, different cameras, different. Dude, this part is so good again this is like lance finally getting getting his getting some like really sick like just all around banger dude that that wood wooden bowl he's skating where he does that huge mctwist right in the corner that wood bowl and Mm -hmm. shit like man there's some bangers in this part yeah get some mountain manor footage yeah it's great to see him back on the mountain manor he's got his new mini ramp next door yeah the last of the vert ramp street skating tons of street yeah Lots of his artwork, you know, yeah, kind of stuck in that too. Yeah. Spliced <laughs> in there. And then that's the I guess that's like his band playing the song where it, in the beginning you see Lance is playing drums, Ray Barbie's on guitar, and I don't know who's on, on bass, but it oh, kind of shows sure. them playing for a hmm. couple seconds. I think that might have even been at that the sleepover party. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, no kidding. Lance's band played the sleepover party. <laughs> Maybe. That's awesome. Yeah, they're in a don't, warehouse. Well, don't quote me on anything. Yeah, please. yeah. <laughs> I'll have to text him and get a future update in another episode. Yeah, yeah. God, he had this other skate buddy who was in his videos. That oh God, what? Oh, forgetting his name. Uh, he's like an art teacher now. Hago. Uh, yeah, it, it yeah. might be him. Yeah. Yeah, he's in uh, Animal Chin too in the Johnny Rad party scene. Yeah. Yeah. Short, very short little. Yeah, he's like slamming and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's like in the in like when Lance's first video part, I guess when there's a ramp, when him and like uh, I think it was like Gil Cab and him skating, he was like one of the guys who are like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, they're cool. cutaways yeah. of him like uh, reacting and stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where was that, that? Where was that wood? That wooden bowl? Do you know where that? That was like an outdoor wood bowl. You know what I'm talking about in this part? I thought it might be was, in Europe, but I'm not sure. That's what oh, I really. thought. But yeah. if and it's a wooden bowl, wood really doesn't last that long in any of the european country so maybe it's like madrid or something thinking a little bit nowhere nowhere really northern because yeah there's a clip of ray underhill in his part too doing a stale fish to fakie on in that bowl i'm looking at it now oh it might be oh it's a t so maybe germany somewhere germany because i see tita stickers or logos all over it (laughs) oh that's probably germany it looks like it it looks like it has a roof over it or like a some sort of Oh, like a shed, shed partially covered or something. Yeah, some sort of maybe it was paper or uh, cloth covers or something. Oh, but not on that corner. No, not on that one. Yeah, uh, it's next to some shed. Well, yeah. Germany somewhere. It looks yeah, it looks crazy awesome. Looks Weird big. that I don't know. Yeah, it looks huge and yeah, super fun. Like upbeat, high energy part. It's kind of like you're saying they a couple parts back they just flipped the switch and like just cranked up the pacing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many yeah. random little clips in there. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. notice, like there's a guy trimming a tree. Yeah. I want to know what I want to know what Lance is breaking. Yeah, he's doing like that. a house renovation. Yeah. He's like ripping, yeah, he's ripping off the door or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got that they show him slam on that handrail where they took like the screen grabs and made that ad where he like hits his nuts or whatever and slams. <laughs> yeah, you got that cool little animation too. Yep, the yeah. doughboy running across. Animation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And like a 50 50 down a five cell handrail too. The rail looks really good. These are the rails I even like too. They were the big blocky squared ones. Yeah, that's like in Pasadena, bad. I think. Yeah, this looks like a, that kind of a, a skate bowl or skate TV bowl. Mm-hmm. 
That's with the surfboard, <laughs> dodging the board, getting smashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got everything. Street, vert, pools in this part. It's just playing That's in a band, curve. doing art, renovating a house. There's like so much going on here. Is Lance in eight or is this his last his he's last power? He's in eight. Yeah. He is in eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's not a lot of Lance in this video overall. He has that beginning Mm -hmm. skit that kind of opens the beginning. You see him a little bit in the uh, sleepover thing. I think he's got a couple tricks in there. And then this part. Because it definitely needed more Lance. Yeah. You always need more Lance. For sure. All right. And then we come to the final text bumper of the video. Is vertical terrain simply two opposing jump ramps? (laughs) And it that, sounds like just fits and and Essek just yeah, like just eh, we're gonna make ourselves laugh. We're gonna put some in. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's so rad. <laughs> yeah, that could have been like a professor didactic question. Yeah, you decide. You, know, you decide. You decide about his jump ramps is uh, like two <laughs> vert ramps. And then here we are with Tony Hawk getting the closer for the third video in a row which he actually makes gets two sense. he actually gets he gets two, he gets closers, two closers in this video yeah cuz there's the bonus at the end yeah but this is like we were saying just another compilation instead of like the big high production shot over two days you know on his own ramp this is just another big collection of footage and it opens with some vintage contest uh interview footage don hoffman you know asks him like who's your main competition going to be which if you've ever seen any of those nsa contest videos that is the question don ran on everybody for like three or four years in those videos like who's your competition today that was like his one question oh i I just watched a bunch of the those old nsa videos i love those i was in the elgara um elgato art classic thing i was stoked and Uh they had i just started watching all this old footage to see if i can make a painting out of something out of that and it was just, I love those videos because I grew up in those videos. I'm actually in the crowd in one of those shots for the Upland one. Oh, wow. First time in a contest. But it was they, they, for me, that was so exciting. I, I love those videos. Mm-hmm. And those guys just, they're just so good. And if anybody ever skated the old pipeline and how big they were going and what they were doing, it's like, you, <laughs> you, you, you just be like, I can't believe, I, I even looking back at it, I go, man, I can't believe how rad and how big those guys were and did and the only thing i really hate is he keeps showing dan miller's just slam they oh, have dude. footage of him ripping that place they should have given him like just for everybody's pleasure here's miller actually skating the combi amazing just give him one line or something instead of that one because god those those footage the footage was so so great but yeah don asking the just the cheesiest like let's try to make this nbc sports kind yeah of thing. yeah and I loved whenever he asked Neil questions and it was just like, he'd go random off some of the thing. Like he's like, no, 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 we're not playing that game. We're playing this game. <laughs> yeah. Which is so rad. Yeah. That one, the one of the, the Vancouver, I think it's the 85 Vancouver one. Yeah. Don is uh, like announcing and Neil's doing his run and there's like a, in between songs, there's like a brief pause and Neil yells out like, why he's doing a 50, 50 grind. You better shut up, Don. Like super loud because suddenly there's no music and he yells out. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Genius. Steve, did you ever did you ever skate Upland? Yeah, yeah, a few contests back then. Oh, okay. My place was fun. I was really getting into. I was just starting to skate better. I think it before I got sponsored. Then I got sponsored. Did a couple contests there. Only thing with that problem with that place is I started. Neil Blender was our local at this one ramp we had in my friend's house nearby. So he was teaching me stuff. Did a bean plant in the corner. I was like, Neil, I did that thing you taught me. 
started skating it kind of decent, I think, for somebody who wasn't like the super local. And then when you start to get a little better, I started realizing that uh, uh, you, I started to paying my dues and you can get really hurt there. And the thing is that place is super smooth walls. The bottom with all the acid washes they did were super rough. It was just high enough. So where you, when you hit on your knee pads, then you hit the rough part. You can't jump up and run out of it and rip your pads off. So your knees and everything would get super trashed. And that big coping. And yeah, I started at first. I'm like, yeah, fucking Vegas. I'm starting to win some money. And then you spend a little time there and you start losing all your money. That's mm-hmm. kind of what it was like to skate up lane. You start getting super <laughs> hurt. <laughs> but, yeah. it, but it was still so fun. The formula of that place was like, you could go there and not be the super ripper guy, but just carve the corners. That's what I loved about all of them. If I haven't skated for a while, that's why I love going to any of the combis because you can just carve around get your legs back you know and it's just so fun yeah i feel like pipeline was like notorious for for just kind of chewing up and spitting out people that came there thinking they were gonna yeah gonna gonna be able to handle it for the first time you know yeah because it's just it was apparently like way gnarlier than almost anything else that was around but you see guys skating it like that were locals like you watch some of that old footage of like jim gray and stuff like that that like just skated there every day and it's just like they had it so wired you know, like once it was like one of the, it looked like one of those spots, like once you had it, you know, you, you could finally, you could tame it if you put in the work, but if you just showed up on <laughs> out of the blue and tried to yeah. skate the combi, it was going to, it was going to handle you. Tony, he's doing like every trick and variation known to man here. So many bangers in this part. Like you can't even, you can't even recount all of them. There's just so many. Yeah. And there's not a lot of slow-mo like the previous one for you to kind of just like figure it out and let your brain process it. It's all just like super fast, super quick cuts. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. There's one thing I didn't know about Tony till way later on, but his goal for skating contests, because contests were the big things, every contest that he went to, his goal was to do three new tricks that he would do in his run. So Mm -hmm. he'd come up with something new and that was just like... Get it super wired to be able to do it in a contest. Yeah, and in he just he just did it. So he was in that mode with learning tricks. I don't know if it's this video or maybe it's the one before it. They had the night stuff of him mm-hmm. skating. And mm-hmm. was it the what video before this? Yeah, ban this. It was, yeah. Ban this. And I remember because we were skating Fallbrook and I was hanging out down there and skating with these guys all the time. And back then at this ramp too. But it's like I he was like a, a machine because I remember him like literally we'd skate with him. It's like one, two o'clock in the morning. Stacy's setting up all these gnarly lights. We're trying to skate with him. Then we can't even hang skating with him. He's literally sleeping next to the ramp. And then literally, they're hey, stay, uh, we're set up. You want you want to drop in and do that, you know, off the extension reverse five forty stale fish thing, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, oh, dude, oh my god. And I was like, can you even? And he was trying even new combinations of this stuff. Like here, wake up, drop in, do this thing cold. And he was doing all these tricks that nobody had done yet, but he had such a, a roster of like, here's my old, the things we got to show because, you know, they made up all these new tricks. He, wow. he, he, he was a machine. Wow. Still is. Yeah. I love this part. It's like one of my favorite. It's like, this part is a huge influence just on my editing and filming style. Oh, really? So you can see there. Oh yeah, for sure. Just like uh, the zooming, like you'll notice there's like zooming in and zooming out really fast and like, just different creative ways of, of making transitions. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. Stacy did all of it first, really. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, that's kind of like a little bit more interesting that I want to hear from you, Mark, is like how like this part I didn't even realize, like oh, I just let skate tricks, but I'm now looking at it with different eyes, going like, holy crap, all those editing clips with all the covers that back and forth, yeah, you know? some photography and, put in there and yeah, stuff. And the quick clips, the timing, and oh yeah, how long it probably took him with even the equipment he had back then to do, you know? It's, it's oh, pretty yeah. No, I made, I mean, I made tons of stuff like this where it was just like flashing things in it. Mm -hmm. Like just this, this and the, um, the nighttime one are just like my favorite, two of my favorite parts. I remember when we were there, Steve, and he was showing us like footage on his uh, editing thing. His, uh, I yeah. guess, you know, it was a linear editing system, tape to tape. And uh, just him being, I would just like, like it was Frankie Hillfoot. And I was like, how did you do that? And just Stacy being like just as amazed as I was saying, I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, he's like, I don't know. <laughs> so it was very, very cool to get in that, you know, and uh, to go home and copy everything he was doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark, are you saying Tony had the, uh, the VHS to VHS editing thing? He did too later when we went to, uh, yeah, because when we went to Stacy's, I saw how he put everyone's footage on their own tape. So they had like, like you would go and transfer your footage to the tape or whatever. And yeah. everyone had their own tape. And then mm -hmm. later you took me to, uh, we were working on a entity video. Oh, it yeah. was that company through, it was through oh. Gullwing. And that's when uh, Tony was doing, uh, he's doing a lot of video, video stuff. And I saw the, the linear editing system, which was tape to tape, like the professional one with the wheels and, Mm -hmm. he was using that and then so i immediately got that <laughs> <laughs> what was it again entity is that what you said it was yeah yeah what I was it that. june kate and uh it was just like a skateboard company that was uh off of gullwing it wasn't like oh okay you know that's how i met ray underhill was because he was working at gullwing and okay i don't know it didn't last very long gotcha. yeah, i remember that yeah I, I remember doing that it's like uh june was one of the main pros i think we had Brian Setzer on there for Brian Setzer, Brian Zitzer, not Setzer. <laughs> <laughs> the whole orchestra was on there. The well, that's why the company went out of business because we gave everybody a model. <laughs> Brian and 27 of the horn guys. So it just one run and the company went to shit. <laughs> Setzer, uh, I think Anthony Oglesby, uh, Jordan, no, not Jordan Richter, uh, um, Oscar Jordan. Uh, who else? Ozzy like Rob G. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the, those were the amateur guys at the time. So, yeah, Rob was on there. Mark, weren't you on there for a while? <laughs> I was I was skating contests and stuff, but I was never like officially on. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I was more Mark into Watson. video at that time. Yeah. You were, yeah. You were just, you were already more just filming stuff at that time, too. But yeah, I, I remember because uh, just my career, like branding graphics and all that stuff, I learned a lesson. You don't have, when we came up with the name Entity, it was just too many syllables and I was selling stuff to on the phone. <laughs> and when you're talking to some guys, they were just like, Oh, what, what is entity? What is it? Oh, fuck it. Just, you know, just give me three or four. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was such a like hard word to pronounce or people didn't get it. And it was like, mm. yeah, that was trying to be like foundation too much or world industries. And just, but it, we, we, we had some fun with it for a while too, but. All right. So after Tony, we go into some closing credits and then that's it. The video, the video's done. So I want to thank you guys for coming on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
No, but yeah, you know, no. so the closing credits, you know, we in the first part of Propaganda, you know, we kind of talked about a lot of the major credits in the beginning, but I noticed at the end, I, I don't, you know, it's kind of a sad note to mention. Uh, the video is dedicated to Austin Peralta at the end, and he was born about a month before this video was released. But sadly, uh, Austin oh. passed away a few years ago, so it's kind of a kind of a bummer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Wow. That's but then sad. we're hit out of nowhere. This this party ain't over. Propaganda no. keeps on rolling. <laughs> well, this is actually not the first fake ending in a Paul video either. This is not the first fake credits, right? Because didn't they do this? Wasn't well, it? Let me think. Future, future primitive. Didn't they have like the stop, go home, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kind of yeah, a fake yeah. credits thing. And then they and then Animal Chin has the the TV repairman. Yeah. The, after the credits. Yeah. 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 So this is a whole nother video happening dude, here almost. This is where the, this is where it gets this is where it gets good. Yeah. Is it Mike, Dare? Mike Dare. It goes yeah. off the rails. Yeah, yeah, he's going wild. So Mike yeah. is a skater from New Jersey, the no side posse from Edison, New Jersey, like friend of oh. Mike V. And now here he is in Florida. Oh wow, he's from Jersey? Yeah, he's like from yeah. um, Mike V's town. His brother I'm is uh George Dar, who is credited with inventing the focus, like focusing boards. <laughs> focusing a board. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Because I met him when he was a kid when he was in Florida. Uh like uh Lance was uh Conklin, you know, just skating mm-hmm. around, starting to get good. Frazier was getting good, and he was like this little kid uh just starting to rip and skate good too. So I always thought he was from Florida. Holy crap. Yeah, I was I was going through Mike's old tapes, like I was transferring them for him. Mm-hmm. And making videos and he had this tape of like you know him and all his friends skating and there's this little kid who's like doing these rad head plants he had super good style and he's ripping and i was like who is that kid and he said it was mike there he's uh-huh. he was oh, so right. good yeah he had hand plants and everything yeah he's in that video i don't know if you guys know that one uh, the company was called action east and the name of the video was along the eastern edge mark you probably know that one with all that mm-hmm. sick mike yeah. v footage but yeah He's in he's in that one. Is that too, the one it? with the big crack is whack? Yep. Mural. <laughs> yeah. So Mike's in that video. He's like the real little kid. How funny. But this Mike is kind Dare. of some exciting like bro cam, maybe even like sponsor me tape like type looking footage that Definitely. got sent in and they just splice it in here. But I think this is the only time we see him. No, he's an A. On... Is he really? Yeah. Oh wow. I don't remember. See, it's been so long since I've watched that one. We gotta start doing my There's someone else in Abe besides Frazier. Yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah, he was right? just. A, I thought he was just a, a vert part. I mean, yeah, that's all I can turn think. Turn on that, and then you see a red ramp in my head, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's all I think. <laughs> that about, is the right? other yeah. part that's really mm-hmm. big influence. Yeah. yeah, that part is amazing. <laughs> yeah, but no, Dare is in uh, is an eight. I'm ninety nine percent sure. Okay, I was thinking yeah. maybe we didn't see him till he was on stereo again, but uh, maybe he's an eight. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I look yeah. forward to watching it then. Yeah, definitely not someone you would normally associate with Powell, though, even even, even given that he yeah. is, I believe, in eight. He's definitely <laughs> not a guy you normally think about when you think about Powell. It's interesting to see him repping the triple P, double P. <laughs> yeah, right. Why is there three definitely. little P's? There should be two. It's Powell Peralta. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, there was a version of, uh, I think it was a version of the Powell logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The round one. That's mm-hmm. what yeah. I was thought. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, he's I, dude. He's he's got that great front board side on that like weird like wooden planter thing yeah. in this part. That's yeah. awesome. He does that uh, 
huge for the time is a huge blunt slide on that yellow light yellow curve oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know on god only knows how soft wheels and you know <laughs> yeah dude he's i don't know what i don't know why his last trick out of all that is a nose manual on a, cur- on a curb but yeah <laughs> yeah i was a little baffled by that but he does like a backside 360 ollie on flat ground too <laughs> yeah yeah over like a manhole cover or something yeah a great thing all right, so after Mike, we've got Jake Bradley. And these Jake are all kind of like the pacing is these are all kind of like quick parts. But we haven't seen Jake Bradley since public, public domain. domain. So yeah. since we've seen him last, I know he suffered a pretty bad leg break and he had he got hit by a car and had a really bad head injury and was in a coma. Steve, do you know anything about about that? Yeah, uh not not too much. I I just know I think he was skating it was like uh, in Goleta by the school and some, I don't know, some drunk driver or something hit him and he re- he really went through it. Like he, hats off to his part because he had to come back and learn how to skate again. And he was coming up good style. Jake was always super cool. Um, always dug him and he had to come back to learn everything again. Like yeah. his injury was pretty gnarly. And then for him to have like a part and I think all this footage is, him starting to skate and like relearn everything he just looks like a different skater yeah i think he even like came out of the coma and had to like learn how to walk again and stuff like that everything yeah yeah everything so yeah and that happened between public domain and and this like in that yeah that's why probably we don't see him and ban this or whatever he was yeah in a coma because he he rips in this part like it's no joke like he fucking rips in this part yeah and it looks like like it's all just like in an afternoon somewhere you know yeah yeah it's all just by just getting one day yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome yeah but yeah he he came back and that's how people don't even know how gnarly this is because i mean he had to learn how to like walk talk everything wow first time i talked to him afterwards he was a, a little slow about things and he's apologetic. I go, dude, are you kidding me? I mean, you're freaking amazing for doing this and coming back and then see him like a month or so later. And you, you could tell his, his skating was improving and everything like just like chatting with him was like becoming regular. And, you know, he, 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 he just had to learn everything again. And then, wow, just, then he started just skating good again. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. wow. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So I didn't know that, that was I, I remember hearing about that. I, I for some reason, I thought that was kind of after, you know, his time with Powell. I didn't realize it was like in the middle of it. Yeah. And he was, he was he was on his way. I mean, skating around. So, yeah, he just got some of the, the some of his uh, stronger years got taken away from him, you know, but yeah, he still came back from it. Yeah, that's awesome. So after Jake, we've got Eric Sanderson and uh, he starts off his part by naming off a bunch of tricks while sitting on his mini ramp but then we never see him skating the mini ramp we just got some street skating yeah he's in downtown la and some other spots and they've reprised the uh chuck tree song that we heard during uh lawyer Lori Rigsby Rigsby song. Song. Yeah. yeah and it does have the lyrics it does yeah i watched yeah. it last night and i was like yeah. oh i blew it i yeah. thought it was an instrumental for some reason nope. but but cool to see i love that those little uh brick quarter pipes in downtown la yeah he's you know, ripping it like, yeah yeah i guess they're taking those out soon really finally wow yeah, are they really oh, yeah. oh they're going to yeah that's what i heard yeah oh no because you know people still skate those yeah. yeah so steve were you and sanderson like did you guys like skate together like aside from just the 
public domain thing? I mean, were you guys like kind of in a- uh, Occasionally, guess- uh, not not so much, not always. I mean, just get his rampant stuff or, you know, we'd hook up like contests or, or you know, uh, yeah. footage and stuff. But um, yeah. I well, mean, I, I always actually, associated I, I would, you two, you know, because yeah, of bandness because, and yeah, we, public domain. I mean, I, I'd go out and skate his area and, you know, there was ramps and stuff that we skated around there and stuff too. So yeah, he no, he, he, was, he was a buddy. I, I've just known him for a long time since, I mean, he's been on PAL for so long. He was this young freestyler kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he's in future but, primitive freestyling. Yeah, yeah, he's free. He's freestyling, but then he could also skate vert and stuff too. Like he skated everything, you know. And um, yeah, and then the mini ramps when mini ramps came out and he built his ramp. Just like I think it's kind of cool that he's showing him just skating a mini ramp again. It was like, well, he can skate street and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and he had a good style skating vert too. You know, he'd show up to Fallbrook sometimes and. I go, oh crap, he can, yeah, that's right. He, you know, he he did skate vert ramps. Yeah, they so. seem to kind of market him around after a certain point, just being like the mini ramp champion guy, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was like the first mini ramp pro, really. Yeah. Because mini ramp contests became like kind of popular right then with spine ramps and hips and yeah. Was there ever talk of yeah. of him getting like a pro model that you were aware of? I think so. Yeah. Because he I was a, he was definitely a name. You know what I mean? Like he was one of those guys that was omnipresent, especially due to his rubber boys association, you know, like he was in a lot of videos. And I just was always wondering like what, you know, if there was ever talk of bringing him up into the ranks of a model. No, I, I think they, they were talking about it. I think he, they, they were starting to, because I know he started to get more ads, like they were just pushing him, you know, mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. and then I, I think with this one showing, you know, a little bit, some street chops too. You know, so I, I know he was on his way, but then, you know, skating had taken such a turn and so did Powell. So everything kind of like, okay, everything's off the table. You know? Yeah. Man. So, Is this yeah. the last video that we see Eric in? Like we're... Fairly certain. Yeah. Yeah. Up next, we've got Mike McGill just completely shredding his skate park. Dude. All the mini ramps, the vert ramps. He's just going off, man. He That's owned crazy. he owned that place literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you could tell he spent some time there. Yeah. You know what's yeah, interesting? Was- in this part, you see a ramp that you don't, I don't think, ever see in any other footage of McGill's skate park. And it's like a mini that has like one of those, I don't know how to describe it, like a wave oh, on top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that, a weird, like a, uh, yeah, weird one. I just saw it's that like, clip. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about, Larry? Yeah, it's like a, so, it's yeah. like a, a mini ramp, but like one side goes up and it's like has like a bump wave up to the deck. Yeah, I, I'd never noticed that before. And I, there's so much footage of McGill's and you never see it might have been like a new edition or something. Yeah, like yeah. There. But I just noticed that I when I was rewatching it. And this rap song that's in the part, it's pretty random for Powell to have like a rap song. But I almost <laughs> yeah. think this might be Chuck Trees. I was listening to the vocals. And it almost sounds like Chuck. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I want to apologize for an early, our earlier episode where I said he skated to the feet song in this. The oh, feet yeah. That's song. Coming, the, the feet that's coming song, up in dude. a little bit. God damn. That is I, the... I, I apologize <laughs> to Michael. <laughs> Too funny. The smelly feet song, dude. Yeah. That's the, that's the best song in this video by far. <laughs> <laughs> No, he Mike McGill in this section is just killing it. Yeah, see what a what a powerful skater that dude was. But yeah, dude, and this is like the do you get that 
Yeah, I did. This is that? where that came yeah. from, this session yeah. or whatever. All right. And then we've got next up, Steve Size. Who's that? Guest of the show, oh, Steve Size. Oh, Wait, I, I'm in here? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, did you film a lot of this part? Yeah, most of it, I would say. Like the first clip is at San, in San Pedro. Actually, mm-hmm. the first few clips. Yeah, you can see. I just noticed today that the very first clip was um, my my fisheye lens. You know, oh, as they yeah. do, they fall. It would fall off, and mine had a crack in it. And you can see in the very first clip, you can see kind of in the corner of the crack. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Steve gave me Steve gave me his fisheye lens, which I still have. No way! You don't get it back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't. I is borrow. <laughs> Dude, Steve, I love those variations that you're doing on that little handrail thing in this part. Those like you ollie over it. Zone. You get the skate zone. Yeah, that's that little, little, yeah. Like there's that's like the three Marco or four stuff. in a row. That's the stuff Marco filmed. Oh, is Dude, it? Oh, okay. His brother. His brother. Yeah. The mm-hmm. one where you like ollie up and board slide up and then stop and go back down like <laughs> backwards. Like <laughs> yeah. that's so good, man. Yeah, that's cool. Like that, that, yeah, that stuff was fun. That's where you get like you're hanging out in the corner for a while after lunch. Like, all right, let's skate this thing for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, super fun. I love that. Mark's back. We got Mark's backyard in there too. I just saw that. I know. Too. I was gonna say that's my. I just realized that my my house is in the video. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> what is that? That little that, fun yeah, box that, thing or whatever? Yeah, uh-huh, that was mine. Yeah. Out in the alley. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. How funny. But it had like a fun box to it. <laughs> I don't cool. even remember that. I stole your first trick here, Steve, with the the like kind of backside axle stall and then bust a like a fat Ollie to fakie out of it. Oh, I, used, the- I used to run that one all the time after I saw this. <laughs> that was like you're getting through going like, wait, what could we do that's different and try something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you must be the first person to skate the fence, huh? In San Pedro. Back when yeah, it wasn't a th- yeah, that's how old that footage is. Yeah. I don't think you did a no slide on the Oh fence. yeah, yeah. It was pretty top of the fence. It was pretty gnarly. Yeah. Nice. Breaking ground uh, yeah, here. That was way long ago. Oh, there's that bank. There's one where I slam. I'm trying to do a blunt slide. And there was this rad bank over by my parents' house in Long Beach, which is no longer there. But it was this long, it was a bank with a long curb. And back then it was, I mean, for me, it was all never really slappy. It was always it's... like all the lip slide stuff. But man, I wish that place was around. But I remember there was a guy, Jeff Tolan, Sacramento. He's getting for Powell for a while. We went to go skate there one day, and he just sacto schooled the hell out of us because <laughs> he did slappies, like, really good. And this thing was chunky. It was before people started using wax. Mm-hmm. And, like, at 100 miles an hour, just front side slapping the shit out of this thing, like, 15 feet, like, at 100. Oh, I'm my like, God. Oh, man, I got to learn that. And the thing is, this curb was, like, perfect board side curb, but it wasn't like a – it was, like, a straight up and down – 90 degree kind of curb you know mm-hmm. not the best it's a little harder to slappy and uh I like a double side it. or double sided yeah yeah if you see the slam the it's like i think it's the last clip and it had this little bank edge to it but uh, <laughs> i just remember going like dude yeah i'm gonna learn it like that you gotta go fast going like as fast as i can push and trying to do this slappy thing into it and just hitting a chunk and just like flailing eight feet <laughs> over and just hitting my shoulder and like, I think I cracked the rib or something Ooh. and just like, boom. The only thing that slid on that curb was like the side of my body. <laughs> <laughs> so painful. And I was like, 
I was just like not gasping for air. Go, slappies are stupid. <laughs> 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 just all of your shit. <laughs> but yeah, that that was the one thing that I learned really quick. Is freaking like yeah, the, the Sacto guys went 100 miles an hour, super good at slappies, and they just went fast. And I was like, oh, so good. <laughs> all those guys are red. From one rubber boy to another, next up is Chet Thomas. And one thing I always notice right away when, you know, first viewing of this video, some of the footage is like older because you can tell he's way shorter and he's riding that Tony Hawk street board, which mm-hmm. I think was already like, had come and gone by the time propaganda was out. So it's you like, talking about the black one. Yeah, the black the one. Yeah. yeah. So he's like a little kid. And then he's got this other footage where he's like a man with his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's I think he's wearing he's wearing a Tony Hawk street model shirt, too, in this. Part. Yeah. L.A. Dodger cap or something. Yeah. 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 But this, this, yeah, this right, looks right, like right. more just like, you know, here, hold this video camera while I skate, you know, footage. Well, it's like he shows him doing tricks over the trash can laying down when he's a little kid. Mm-hmm. And then he shows him older doing tricks over the trash can standing, standing up. Yeah. yeah, when he's older, yeah, he can yeah. jump higher. Right after this, too, he just, he started ripping super hard. Yeah. Which is unfortunate this... for Kyle. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 was the, that was the big thing when he just, I just remember what, skating with him and him doing like god we, he got his so into late shove it's and he was doing kickflip stuff flipping stuff and grabbing stuff that was like just blowing me away i was like oh my god chet was really starting to get super good and then i remember he super got into the hard flips and then he hard flipped like hey the photo is backwards in this one big gap that he did and it was like it wasn't backwards he goes oh no i learned those switch oh hard wow. flip switch way back when yeah and i was like holy crap yeah he yeah he just got so super good and he was what a couple years younger than you yeah no god yeah three or four probably yeah yeah well yeah which that 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 gap was pretty big back then yeah i I remember there was a contest in cerritos or somewhere like that on that area and launch launch ramp days and i just remember this little kid able to do big ollies off the launch ramp but he was actually doing like everybody would do an air and land on a launch ramp like just right three or four feet up down stop roll but i always like like okay you got to air and then roll away and try to go far and fast mm-hmm. during those days and he was he was doing that he was like going big landing and then landing far away and then he but he was also able to do huge ollies off a ramp like tommy guerrero was super good at that mm-hmm. i remember jason lee was really good at that and i always appreciate that man when you can actually do super big ollies like that which at, back then I couldn't do those. I was like, Jesse Martinez. Did Jesse do big ollies like that? Oh yeah. I know he blasted, but I, I don't remember him being like a, a Tony or. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. I just remember him blasting, like seeing blasting. footage of him going like tw- 15 feet in the air, but maybe that he was just, I just always assumed you had to ollie into anything that, that high off the. Back then think. the majority, everybody was early grabbing. Yeah, I like, guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Guerrero was a guy, and people didn't even really notice or credit it, but Tommy was one of the guys that was like blasting Ollie Grab Japan's <laughs> methods. He still did the all the early grab stuff, but he was also doing super big, just regular Ollies. I remember Tony could do that and it was kind of like, holy crack. And, and then I saw Chet, who's a little kid, and just doing that. I was like, oh, he's got some other skills going on. And he was fast too. So yeah, mm. he was always good. And later on in the 90s, got really fucking good. Yeah. She ran super hard. All right. Next up, Jesse Roach. And in a way, I almost forgot that he's in here. I For some reason, I think of him just being in Band This. 
and then you know then he's not on powell but here he is i couldn't believe it and here we are with the smelly feet song smelly feet but it does sound like the same artist from that that does the uh the song in mike mcgill's part yeah this was this was always a skip for me it's a skipper (laughs) jesse but yeah Yeah, he's skating like the old vans ramps in orange county and uh hosoy's vert ramp a little bit oh wow (laughs) my god yeah that's so funny but then we see him later on he's on like the nhs version of sma after this the debunker video i don't yeah i don't remember him i think he does a powell disc in that uh in the sma video like he's skating a ramp and they show like a powell shirt and then they pan to jesse or something and he's just like shaking his head no or something like that he feels like a spit take (laughs) yeah do a spit take where he he just water out of his mouth yeah anyone who does that is just lame yeah (laughs) skating christian's ramp yeah he's on Josue's ramp and then we're off to steve caballero and he's back at the san jose warehouse this is kind of like a redo of his segment and band this you know just going off on that mini ramp uh skating that vert ramp i love the like the ollie stale fish like tail bonk up on the rafters super crazy in the backside air smash your truck up on the on the rafter dude the amount of like control he had over this ramp was just absurd like he just he just had no he made it he did whatever he wanted it to do like he just he his section in band this where he's skating this ramp is insane and like it's just amazing how good he was on that thing mm-hmm. on that spine yeah he owned it i'm wondering is a lot of this footage this after credit stuff is it stuff that like got turned in late or something like they <laughs> maybe almost had the video wrap, wrapped up and then he's just like uh, i'll just i'll just keep keep adding parts or something because i'm just wondering why some of this wouldn't this cab footage wouldn't be in in their video earlier or something you know all of it all of it is it looks like i mean all of it is just like Kind of session video yeah stuff right so probably a little bit of both of that mm-hmm. <laughs> all, i got all this footage my friend shot it's like oh really god damn it stevie now we got to make a whole editing credit thing at the <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sure that's not what happened but... and that last trick he does it's like the fakey big spin type thing on the on the ramp they show it like five yeah. times or something like yeah oh god yeah that's Wait, was a Caballero late shove it? Yeah, something like that. You know, like a or would you it's call like it a, a late shove it? Like a five forty shove it or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big spin or something. Oh wow, that was pretty sixty airplane. Yeah. I mean, that could have been like a manual as the last it's trip. A pajama guy. <laughs> yeah, that was a dog sled. Too, <laughs> pajama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eskimo pie revert. Eskimo mm-hmm. pie revert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now that we're on the topic of names, it's a one foot, not a uh, Ollie North. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the Ollie North? Were you guys, where did I just hear that recently? There was a discussion about like, That's what is, the, what is Tony, it? Ollie North is what Tony Hawk calls a one foot. Yeah. Well, that, that's video what, games. I knew them as called Ollie Norths when I was yeah, a kid. Same, same uh, with me. Okay. Well, my daughter knows them as Ollie North and I can continually have conversations with her about how it's a one foot. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like straight ass communism to me remember the remember the throw down the big fat ollie one foot yeah 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 Frank, yeah give it to frankie fat frankie ollie decided North. yeah yeah there you go yeah, jason, jason lee made some comments about it uh, yeah i've heard i've heard the ollie north like people get pretty heated about the ollie north yeah i always knew it as an ollie north yeah i i 
that, that's just how it was. Mm-hmm. It just was. That's what it was. It was the yeah. Alley North. You kick your foot yeah. out. And the only North. way I'll accept it is if Neil Blanger yeah. named it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. If, but in, but yeah, Neil would have to tell me that. Per, I'd have to hear it from his mouth personally. <laughs> but if Neil didn't say it, then forget it. It's like no, it doesn't exist. You might as I well think... be roller. You might as well be rollerblading and coming up with stupid names about stuff. Yeah. No offense to Tony. Yeah. And what does he know anyway? Yeah. Speak. <laughs> yeah. He never. He never created anything. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Tony, here we are. Tony with the second closer of the video. Jesus, all yeah. of this stuff. I'm just, just more insane footage. Vert yeah. Street mini ramp. His little Those weird. Side his dri- he hated doing. He's even on his little driveway ramp here. His driveway yeah. ramp, dude. He's yeah. he's doing some fucking whack, crazy combos on that driveway ramp where he's just like lip trick, lip trick, lip trick, lip trick. Just yeah, boop, 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 he's on like, some mini ramp somewhere, and I think they play a couple of the clips in reverse, like they show it like regular. Oh yes. and then, yeah, oh, you get kind movie. of confused because it doesn't. The first time you like whoa what the heck's going and then you're like oh it looks kind of weird because someone in the background's like walking backwards and it's just like <laughs> i noticed I that tony yeah. did that actually that's how he submitted it this is like yeah maybe garage editing footage he said sent in you know mm-hmm. like doing handrails and all this other stuff it's like geez give somebody else a chance <laughs> yeah a lot of this footage i'm, I'm thinking like like he gives just gives the camera to like Ray or or Sean or Bucky mm-hmm. or somebody and is just like here film this you know was he skating the that medallion board at this point in time with that giant mm. crazy nose on it I don't know maybe it, it looks it kind of looks like it yeah that's a, it, isn't that that one that I've seen a bunch on Instagram the shape oh yeah was, they're auctioning it, was, it right now yeah oh are they oh I didn't yeah. see that it's yeah. like his shape but like the nose was just like super long and pointy it was yeah. Like, interesting shape oh i think that that mini ramp because i'm watching it again right now in the backward stuff mm-hmm. i, I want to say that was when they they were in madrid i didn't go with them on this one i want to say there's a little ramp on tour mm-hmm. in madrid maybe i just you did switch uh body jars yeah oh my god there's so many tricks in here that he's is mind-blowing it's amazing that like he you know there's yeah there was just so much content that they had to be like we'll just put <laughs> we'll it we'll just it give you an, another part doing on the same spot doing yeah yeah but yeah, like this... lots of lots of really good street footage for you know, yeah not, doing handrails and yeah, ollieing over fire hydrants and, and yeah 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 flipping and yeah yeah, yeah. ollieing up loading docks yeah it's crazy just just imagine if they had phones then we'd have another 30 minutes to watch yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was right when people started getting video cameras, like it was coming normal yeah. for everyone to have on. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that we didn't have cameras back then because there would have been some other stuff coming out of all of that. <laughs> <laughs> cameras yeah. would be there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Steve would have been canceled a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve, Jim Fitzpatrick told a story about after the, I think it was Larry, was it after the band this premiere and yeah tony hawk projectile vomited all over the inside of the van outside of the hotel mm-hmm. yeah I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> were you there for that um this no. is what i was thinking like this is this is why it's probably good that phones didn't exist back See? then because like that would be all over the internet right now yeah yeah because i i basically i <laughs> i took one of the uh the tour vans back to the hotel when we were at some it was at the end of the premiere and everybody's partying it up and uh Everybody stayed at this club four hours longer than I they thought they were going to. 
-hmm. and so they had this tour van so those longer extended vans just imagine how those full but then imagine all the same people have to cram into one van instead of two because i had already taken one of them back to the hotel <laughs> ah okay and uh yeah this yeah he was he was a little disgruntled <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, yeah there, there, there was a lot that happened for that that premiere that was that was such an amazing time to be out there for like a week with all those guys and going to all these shops and wow the, those, those are just such rad times i have footage of all that stuff too some oh, uh, wow. i was just hanging out and and going to these demos and not even demos we were doing video premiere uh like signings yeah so yeah and that's that was part of i think it was for band this and then ray barbie and i did like a five-week european video tour thing wow. during the winter which was such a trip every every big city all over europe one after the other and like it was hard to break away to actually try to go skate so mm -hmm. it was such crazy times well you should dig that footage up if you have it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see if that's uh yeah. <laughs> uh, viewable yeah <laughs> selectively edited yeah exactly <laughs> so after tony we got a few quick shots of some john keister artwork and then lance dorking on his mini ramp to end it and he says bummer and then we're we get copyright powell peralta 1990 and propaganda comes to a close you know what's interesting i if, if you, did you watch it all the way to the end? I don't know if this was just on the YouTube upload from Powell of this or if it's on the DVD. I need to go back and look. But there's like the sound of like turds dropping into a toilet bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, Like and at the very end of the video. Or like a wind yeah, sound yeah. effect. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know if that tied back to the whole, you know, toilet Oh, that toilet skit or whatever. They love or... toilets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's in TVs. <laughs> yep, toilets and TVs. Yeah, I yeah. Might have some of Tony's footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that's how the video actually closes out, I believe. I, I'll, I'll need to go back and look and see if it's on the DVD or if it's just they just put it in on the on the YouTube <laughs> upload. But yeah, I, I didn't realize how long this ending was. This is like a whole. Yeah, you're right. It's like a whole other video. Yeah, yeah. It's like another twenty minutes or something. All those parts there. So let's do some quick comments or uh, closing comments on uh, this video. Matt, you want to like, what does propaganda mean to you? I, I think I've, I've come to appreciate it more uh, in the, you know, I, I, I was so hooked on, on public domain and banned this back in the day. And with propaganda, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't hit me as the same way that those videos did. But I think that's just because I don't know the world of skateboarding was kind of changing and I was definitely getting more into other stuff that was happening at that point in time, mm -hmm. the hocus pocuses and the, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, so I, I liked it and I owned it and everything, but this is one that like, I don't know if it, if I, if I hold it in the same esteem as I hold some the, you know, the, the videos that preceded it from Powell, it's probably mm -hmm. my, my, if you want to consider the, the box set, you know, videos, this is probably my least you know, my least sort of watched one, uh -huh. but actually having rewatched it again for this and looking at it a little more closely, some of the, the, the issues that I have with it, like I said, it, they sort of resolve themselves <laughs> by the middle of the video. And then it just becomes like a six skate video. But the first bit of the video is a little bit of, of a challenge to kind of get through sometimes because it's just so hitchy with the, over the head with the rapid editing and the, you get that, you get that, you get that, you get yeah, that, yeah. you know, but once you get past that, um, 
you know, and, and if you can just, you know, click your little thing and go past those things and not worry about them, it's a sick video. Yeah. And, uh, and I do, you know, yeah, it's, it's the, the last of the kind of the classic Paul videos, you know, that I think most people would consider the, the classic era closing out of the eighties. And so, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the company even thinks that, you know, cause that's like the free ones that they give out on YouTube mm-hmm. and then, you know, the box set is just ends here so it's they yeah. definitely the end of an era here mark any final thoughts on propaganda i think when this came out i think that things were changing so rapidly that maybe by halfway through editing the video like the skaters were like we don't want this stuff in here <laughs> we don't mm-hmm. maybe they just continued on because i remember at that time i was like i was anti-skit i i didn't want to see any of that stuff i just wanted to see the skate parts which mm-hmm. uh, I which I appreciate now a lot more, and uh, obviously that makes what the videos are. Yeah, I mean this. Yeah, this video gave me my start. I just have to thank Steve for just be always being like into me filming, like and like including me. Like I got to meet Stacy, and then later I got to meet Ray Underhill, and then um, I met Sean Cliver, and uh, then I then he started. They started doing Shaft with Mike McGill, and Mike McGill was super nice to me. And then later on, I just started working with Mike V a lot. So like my whole like career is surrounded by people that skated for PAL at this time, like which is crazy to me. Like yeah. it's all connected to that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. This is like in my mind, this is this is the last video that PAL put out, except for Fraser's part. Fraser. Which Down also is a huge influence. <laughs> we just go right into Fraser's part now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We'll kick off eight right now. <laughs> yeah. Steve, any thought. final thoughts on propaganda? Uh, well, apologies for me going on and on about things. And Mark, thanks a lot. But I mean, it was let's call it what it was. I needed gas money at the time. So that's what I kind of <laughs> <laughs> No, Mark was always rad. I was always so stoked that he filmed everything too. It's like, I can't believe how good of a skater was and it could stop and freaking put down the camera and start, or or put down the board and start filming, which is amazing too. So my favorite footage is what he shot and to see him start, you know, becoming an editor and photographer and an artist. It's amazing too. So yeah, but yeah, sentiments are the same for what was happening with skating and which is an amazing time too. Things were changing over so quickly. Like people didn't see it in the late 80s. It was all vert. And then street starts happening. And street was very kind of clumsy. But it's the first time people are starting to do all of these tricks. And that's what you can see here. Even the companies were switching over. And it was going, you know, these used to be like the 70s rock bands, you know, early rock bands, big, huge, what arenas and all this stuff. And then it turned into punk rock, which was going to the street. You know, from different types of music to like street skating became everything because everybody could do it. And, you know, you, you look at somebody's line of what they used to do back then. They're like, that was the beginning of, of street and how how tech and how great it had it got. You know, with PAL videos, like you're saying, like Mark, exactly. We all love the editing and we all grew up with Stacy's videos and he set the rules. And then you have H Street that came along and they were just showing, well, it's all about the tricks. And that's what it was because we were all addicted to kind of, well, let's, we're so hungry to see that's all we wanted, you know? And later on, I got a little tired of it because I was like, 
well, this is way later on. I wasn't skating competitively anymore or pro. You know, just there was just trick, 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 trick. But then at that point, that's all we wanted to see. You know, you want to see Hensley. You want to see Chef. You want to see all these guys just doing the best part of it. And it was just getting more re refined, too. But that was going into the 90s. But this is kind of like, you know, the end of, of, of Rome, so to speak. <laughs> I thought about it because everybody was starting to go like, well, you know what? Their attentions were, you know, Stacy was looking elsewhere. Tony's thinking about Birdhouse. Lance is thinking about doing something else. You know, everybody was kind of, you know, Thebo or, or, or Tommy had already left. I yeah. think Real was already started. So those guys had had, you know, they were already going off in a different direction. But it's it's the growth of, you know, where it's at. And I, I think it's amazing that Powell kind of weathered the storm and what they are now, what their new young talent is doing, you know, it's 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 amazing. So it's it's they've been so hardcore to the sport for so long, you know. But it's so awesome to see these videos. And to go back right now that I haven't seen them in so long and just go like, holy crap, they bring back tons of memories for me besides just the skating, just the stuff we were doing at the time, you know, trying, learning, and then just getting blown away by like, like Lance and Tony and what all these guys were, how, how hard they were ripping, you know, mm -hmm. in the beginning of the new generation of street guys coming about, you know, I'm glad to be a part of this world. All right, everybody. There it is. Propaganda coming to a close. I want to thank Steve size for joining us for round his fourth appearance on the show. We're going to start working on that five timers jacket for you for next time. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that going. And, and you you got to have, uh, you got to have Steve and Frankie on so they can talk about um, auditioning for hook that movie hook. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. think I never auditioned for hook. I I, okay. So it was minor. You were talking about it. But you told us that you you guys were going to go do that and Frankie was going to come stay with you. I didn't know you actually never made it. Yeah, I don't think I ever did. So. It's because Albert didn't explain really the proper way to what was really happening. He said, hey, come to this thing. But he didn't say it was for oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark, I want to thank you too for joining us. It's super awesome to hear how you, you know, film some of this video thank you i always uh loved seeing you work on in on all those trips and those tours that we did you know getting to see you work yeah. with mike v the way you worked and then yeah. seeing the final outcome was always super exciting you guys would just yeah. barely look at each other but you both knew what was about to happen and you would just capture it perfectly so oh yeah well Very you just inspiring. gotta look at, you just gotta you just gotta look at where mike's looking and it's yeah. usually the highest thing in the building <laughs> it's like okay like it yeah, gets to the point where right. we walk into the demo space and I look around for the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, okay, that's gonna be it. That's the closer. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys, we can shut it down and let you guys go. I appreciate all the time here, yes. and uh, we'll see you soon on the internet. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. All, all right. right. Thank, Thank you, you guys. so much. Appreciate it. Bye. See ya. All right, there they go. Back into the internet. Man. Once once again, dude. Steve and Mark, super psyched throwing down the knowledge yeah super cool and that's awesome i don't know mark kind of got his start you know his first yeah. kind of professional filming and and footage was in propaganda super cool yeah more or less i guess but you know in no small part due to steve's involvement and friendship yeah so. they were their buddies and what a cool steve thing and paul yeah super awesome yeah for sure we do have to work on a uh on a on some sort of a member like a, a you know, whatever it was, the five timers, five, jacket. five timers jacket. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, well, I think we got to get we know we know what we got to do. We talked about it last time. Like we really got to do it. So yeah, we'll I, I want to we'll send gifts to all our guests yeah. we've had. We'll get on that. Yeah. But man, propaganda. It's all done, dude. That's one, you know, before we even recorded the first one, this one kind of we were just like, I don't know, dude. But here it yeah. is. Yeah. Just because of the length, you know, mm-hmm. I can't but, believe we're we're already I can't believe we're already past, you know, we, we talked about this in the first one, but it's crazy to think that we're, we're already out of the, the, the big, the big six, yeah. you know, whatever, yep, yep. big five, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> However many there are. Yeah. It's really like seven or eight or nine or whatever. But. Yeah. But Hey, good yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. It's like fun. to, uh, yeah, we're, we're from here on out. It's like kind of like a different, different chapter. It is. Yeah. yeah. I would but say we'll, eight is maybe kind of a transitional video, but definitely, definitely after that one, it's like a whole different beast. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because then eight, you know, we still got Lance Mountain and Mike McGill and Tony Hawk, you know, a lot Mike of Frazier. Mike Frazier. Yeah. Makes his <laughs> debut. But we still got a lot of the like the original guys. A lot of the classic the next guys. One. Yeah. yeah. But then after that, it's yeah. a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Some guys come back and some guys. Stay never away. Yeah. Never come back. Oh, a well, cab stays. He stays forever. Cab so there. Yeah. He's, cab. he's omnipresent. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah. always have, have cab to fall back on. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But here we go. You know what time it is. And now the Bones Brigade audio show mailbag. All right. Take it away, Matt. All right. We're going to have a kind of a different mailbag today because we're going to just do, I'm going to read one. Okay. Then we have two that came in through our magical internet answering machine. <laughs> oh yeah, we got we got some voicemails this week. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to read them; we can just play them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. I'm gonna read one, and then we'll we'll dive into a couple that uh, were submitted on the uh, on the on the voicemail already. So we have one um, from a Instagram user by the name of Cordero2011. Finally, was able to catch up to you. Literally yesterday, finished part one. Thanks to you, I ordered the Bones Brigade box set. I'd completely forgotten that the Rubber Boys was in public domain. Love the show, by the way. As a side note, First and Hope feels almost like a modern Bones Brigade video show. Even Lance makes an appearance. That's right. I can, you know, I've only seen, I bought the DVD, First and Hope, when it came out. Mm -hmm. And I remember just watching it once and I never revisited it. But I do remember Lance he skates, what is it, the, the courthouse with the big quarter pipes? Mm-hmm. He skates in a video show. And video I think show. he's got that yellow, like Bones Brigade shirt on. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little throwback. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of downtown like cruising in that, kind of like Lance skating around town. So yeah. I'll have to give that a revisit. I haven't Definitely. watched it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was cool that uh, yeah, somebody went, went out and picked up the box set. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good to see we're still still out there selling some some analog physical media. Yeah, well, not we, but that people are still buying it. We're just yeah, I'm it. I'm stoked they still make that because if because the one of the things I like I love about Powell and 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 their videos they always kept them in print they never went away yeah. and they kept up with the formats beta VHS DVDs laser disc streamings downloads like whatever it is mm-hmm. but man when this box set goes away at some point. You know, that's just, I don't know. It's going to, I know it's going to be weird. Yeah. 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 Well, I have one and I would say, yeah, if you're all worried about the, the possibility of that not being a thing, go 
Just go get one. Yeah, go get one before they're <laughs> There's gone. No, it couldn't hurt. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like your Xbox might play it. Yeah, there you go. Right? There you go. Even if you don't have a DVD. Everyone, everyone's like, I don't have a DVD player. It's like, well, do you have an Xbox One? Well, then you have a DVD player. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't you, know. I never progressed that far in the uh, the video game world. So you're still playing. You're still in Super Nintendo. I didn't even make it to Super Nintendo. Oh, come on, man, dude! I have Nintendo. I had ColecoVision, and then now I have like. Oh, you're re- sh- you're showing your age, buddy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> slow yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. Slow okay. down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people are people are backing away slowly. Yeah. We don't want to no. listen to these. No, words. I actually never had a ColecoVision, but I had an Intellivision. Oh wow. Yeah, they were rivals. I think those two. Yeah, there was all well. Everybody was trying to be Atari back then, and mm-hmm. even Atari wasn't that great. So the not the non Ataris were even <laughs> even yeah. lamer. Yeah, yeah. Although I did have an Atari seventy eight hundred. Oh wow! Remember that that was the one yeah. that came out kind of right around the Nintendo. Yeah, and it didn't and really actually, take off. It didn't do too much, but it was it was pretty good for an Atari. Mm-hmm. But then you know then i got nintendo and yeah. all, all bets were off <laughs> so anyway now we're gonna read or we're not gonna read we're gonna listen to a couple of audio submissions from the from the internet uh what do they call it the internet answering machine <laughs> we're just <laughs> yeah i don't think we've named it our yeah. internet answering machine is perfect. that's it <laughs> this first one we're gonna do uh one from spod from tasmania g'day fellas it's me spod from tasmania Loving the show. Quick question. Why uh, wasn't Ray Underhill ever in the Bones Brigade? He was there during the time, right? Or maybe he came after. Not too sure. I've just always wondered. Never Googled it. Never looked into it. But I may as well ask you guys. Love it. See ya. So, you know, that that's an interesting thing that I've kind of heard, you know, qu- questioned over the years. And I, and I think there was what was considered... And I think this is kind of speculative, but I think that there was like the classic Bones Brigade of the Animal Chin era, as they were sort of named. Mm-hmm. But I always, it was always my sort of understanding that, you know, if you were on, it, you correct me if I'm wrong or if you think otherwise, but my, my, my thought was always like, if you were a Powell writer, you were a Bones Brigade member, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's how I feel too. Cause even back, you know, in the early 80s, you know, like Ray Bones and Scott Foss and yeah, Ollie all the, and uh, Alan Gelfand. Yeah, and, and they were all considered Smith. Bones. Yeah, Brigade. that's like, yeah, the Bones that, Raid, yeah. Caballero. Stacey Hawk. Peralta. Yeah, Stacey Peralta. Yeah. So that was just like what they called their team. Right. But then I think when Animal Chin video came out, it was, you know, that was maybe the, the whole peak of the, the 80s. Right. In a way. And it was just so heavily branded and focused on those five guys that those just those five guys kind of just became known as the Bones Brigade. Right. And then with Rodney Mullen sort of farmed in after the fact. Yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so then, yeah, like so the, yeah, you the, know, the, like Mike V, Ray Barbie, Steve Size, you never really considered or thought or heard of them as being the Bones Brigade because it, it right. just be, kind of became synonymous with those. Right, the big, the big five. I but, like, Bones, oh. but the Bones Brigade was basically just whoever was a, a Powell team, right? Yeah, like I think if you were sponsored, you're like I'm on the Bones Brigade, you know? Right, right. And then actually, I can think I can't remember what video it is, but there's a video coming up. I think it's Lance Conklin and and Bucky riding in a car, and I think Lance asked Bucky, he's just like, "Are we in the Bones Brigade? Or are we part of the Bones Brigade?" 
or are we the new brigade or so, something to that effect and they're yeah. they're trying to figure yeah. out like what their status is or something like that yeah yeah so i would say that ray underhill was definitely yeah, he was in the bones, in the bones brigade. brigade yeah but yeah you know with the the asterisk to most what? people you hear bones brigade and you only think right. of five people you know, right kind of thing. yeah yeah but you know who else is in the bones brigade you and i you and me that's exactly <laughs> yeah, right we are yeah we are card carrying, card carrying i can, I can prove it yeah, yeah yeah so yeah anyway thank you spot that's a good question yeah, and, and also you know, crazy cool. someone from tasmania is listening yeah, to our show that's, that's amazing cool. yeah thank yeah, you absolutely spot. yeah yeah um so next up we have russell from texas hey guys this is uh russell from over in texas and uh last night i was listening to the video tunes episode and it brought to mind a couple things uh, not video tunes related, but definitely music related. Uh, I grew up in South Texas. And at this time period when I did, country music was huge. It was everywhere. I mean, even more so than what you would expect. Uh, we're talking late 80s, early 90s. And I remember my mother, she had a magazine article. And it had a small profile of the singer Clint Black. And uh, in this profile, he actually listed skateboarding as one of his hobbies. So um, maybe Clint Black was a skater. Maybe he's still a skater. Uh, maybe he's listening to the podcast now. Uh, who knows? Uh, the next thing was about that same time, a little while later, at one of the award shows, uh, they actually used the medallion from the Tony Hawk deck as a background for one of the performances. I don't recall what award show it was, uh, what year it was, who was performing. We're talking early nineties, but, uh, I do know that medallion was there and it was larger than life. But, uh, anyway, that was just two little bits of information I've been retaining for all these years. Uh, I'm going to get back to the propaganda episodes and uh, look forward to more to come. Thanks, guys. Oh, wow. Clint Black might be Clint a skater. Black. That's wild. That is wild. I wonder wild. if anyone could turn up that article where he mentions yeah. his hobby is skateboarding. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I wonder... I'm, I'm, I have to tell you, I'm, I am as ignorant of country music as one could possibly be. Like, it's just never been anything I've been into. Is Clint Black... I mean, he's, is he, I can picture him. He's a guy like, like, I don't know anything about country either, but every few years, there's just like someone that kind of breaks through into the mm -hmm. mainstream. And I can, as far as I think in my brain, I think I know what this gentleman looks like. It's or interesting. He's yeah. Got a black hat maybe, or I mm. guess they all have black hats, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though. I mean, it's not something that you very often, especially if you're talking back in those days, and you know, you would see yeah. Kirk Hammett and, you know, and James Hetfield holding like Zorlax and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? There was the always anthrax like guys. anthrax guys. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a uh, photo of uh, Ricky Rocket doing okay. like a, bo a boneless on a, on a psycho stick or something like that, that I've seen, but you know, yeah. Mm. Skateboarding as a hobby was generally in the, like the rock punk metal vein. So it's interesting. Yeah, that's that is actually really something like to think about, like somebody who was like a influential country musician being into skateboarding. It's just those two things just don't really necessarily usually go together. So very cool. And then he talks about the uh, the, the medallion, Tony Hawk medallion at the award, some awards show. Yeah, on the, like on a stage. background prop. That's really interesting. I would love to. to I was know. trying to think how that would happen. And I almost think it might have happened in reverse maybe that design is like something that's out there in the world that influenced the skate graphic not like it's the possible. skate graphic influenced the set design kind of thing yeah i 
I'll have to look back at disposable because I believe that there's some of the etymology of that graphic talked okay. about because it was originally sort of passed over by a bunch of the players. By everybody. Like Tony, Tony just sort of settled for it or whatever. Yeah. If you want to call it that, but you know, there, cause there's examples of that graphic with Stacy Peralta's name on it. Ray um, Underhill. Ray Underhill. And Mike McGill. And McGill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So Tony was just like, oh, I guess, I guess I'll take it. Yeah. Um, interesting though. Yeah. And that does tie in with the video we just watched, which mm-hmm. we just, yeah. But I mean, I wonder if, I don't know. Did anybody from Powell do like, you know, production Set stuff? design or something. Yeah, design? I don't I know. Mean, who, who knows? Um, is that a Cliver though. graphic? I want to say that it is. Is it Keister, John Keister? I, I, I think it's, Cl- I think it's Cliver, but I, I would have to go back and look. I can't be sure. I, I'm not sure. Holy cow. I, so I'm sitting next to my bookcase and I grabbed disposable. That's a Craig Stessick graphic. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Crazy. There you have it. Well, there you go. Stessick. Love them. Got to. Yeah. So yeah. If anybody can unearth the footage of that, whatever Award that show. was. Or like, find the Clint Black article. Yeah. Send it. That's yeah. incredible. So, well, cool. That's yeah. the that's the mailbag. I yeah, think we're thank you, Russell. Yeah, two yeah, voicemails. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to be like Russell or Spod from Tasmania, you can send us an email or a voicemail. The easiest way to do that is go to our website, thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com. Click on our contact page. You can just type in your message, or there's a little microphone button. Hit that, and you'll be recording us a message, and we'll play it on the show. So there you have it. We hope to hear all from everyone soon. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us some thoughts on propaganda. That's yeah. everyone's everyone's homework assignment. I, I have to tell you, like I said earlier, I, I have a, a sort of a newfound reappreciation for this video after watching it a few times for, for this episode. Yeah. You know, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's a good one, man. Well, there it is, man. We're, we're, we're through another one. All right. And I'm going to this- throw... Was this 20? Yeah, this is episode 20. Crazy. I'm going to throw a little teaser out. Our next episode will be a intelligence report episode. It will not be a video review. So got any guesses, then throw them our way. But it'll it'll be a good one. I think we're going to we're going to learn a lot, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yep. All right. But until then, I'm Larry. I'm Matt. Reminding you to never stop searching for chin. Have a great night. Thank you.